Solid State Radio. And in studio with me is my co-host Gator Grant. Hi. Oh, it's um not to burst anybody's there. There, I had to get the level. Okay, right. yeah, it was no, that's, that's me good. That's, that sounds much cleaner. It yeah, better. Um, not to burst any bu- anybody's bubbles. Um, and bring a downer right at the get go. But it's been the week of death. <laughs> it sure feels like it anyway, yeah, well, doesn't it? I mean. To a certain extent, yes, depending on the communities that you follow and so on and so forth. Right. Like, if you're in, you know, the world of entertainment, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. It's It's been a brutal week. Sports entertainment. Sports entertainment or even just daytime entertainment. entertainment. Like, yeah, no, every kid our age, if you stayed home from school yes. because you were sick, yes, you know who Bob Barker is. Absolutely. Or was. Was. Sadly. 99... You did okay. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think a lot of people are surprised that he was still alive. Like, I, think, I think that's the... Yeah, <laughs> there's the a good chance thought. that that was kind of like everybody went, wait, that hadn't already happened? Yeah, I think once he once Drew Carey took over, people just assumed. Yeah, that's entirely possible. But let's be honest, he only lived to, to 99 because Drew Carey took over. Because those ladies running down, the big ladies from Wisconsin that oh, are running gosh, down. Oh gosh, yeah, they would have killed him <laughs> and so, like, just in love. You, you see the terror on his face every single time. When he, like, the older he got, it was just like, oh no, she's gonna come over. It's like a stampede. <laughs> I don't, I like. I always enjoyed it because, like, when he knew that somebody was getting dumb, you know, like they were going to be stupid, mm-hmm. he was quick we have in to that be. moment. You like, have to he be. was quick in that moment to look at you and go, calm it down. This is my show. <laughs> like, he did that more than once. Yeah. It was great. Well, you have to. You have to. You got to look out for yourself because he's a frail old man. That's true. You got somebody who's like, you know, 250 plus. <laughs> right. Catering down on you, you know, just running down the aisle. Ah, give me the refrigerator. Right. You know, <laughs> super stoked, never been happier, odd the price is right. See Bob Barker, who is their like celebrity idol, which is a weird thing to think of in itself, but it happened. Right. People loved that show. That they did. I don't understand it. Like everyone likes Plinko, because how do you not like Plinko, right? Right. Sorry, I'm sharing I, I everything. Get you. I got you. But like, I, I just I don't understand the love for prices, right? Like I watched it. Like what you said, you stayed home from school that's because you, you were watched. sick, and that's the only thing that's on. And you're like, well, that was the other thing too. Is like you could either watch The Price Is Right or soap operas or soap operas. Yeah, that was about it. But the plus side of The Price Is Right was it was like what ten to noon, something like that. It was like a two hour venture. It was great, and most of the games, they went by quick. They were simple, and, you know, like, half the fun was at home as a kid not knowing what things cost. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Like, looking back at it, yeah. it was just, it was, to me, it was such a guessing game. Like, oh, it's got to be like this or whatever. Whoa, I was way off, you yeah. know? But at the same time, like, it introduced and it brought in the, um, 
uh, closest to it without going over. Like, that's a that's price true. and right thing. That is a price. Yeah, those are the prices right in it. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that's a thing. In, like, in culture, yeah. Not only that, but you can ask everybody, like, all right, who wants to get the closest without getting over it? Everybody knows how to play. Yep. That's not an issue. And there's always one that'll sit there and go, hmm, a dollar. It's true. Or the guy that, like, if you say, uh, say you go 450, right? 451. 451 or the 449? No, 451. Yeah, 451. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 451. Absolutely. He can't win. If he doesn't win, or if I don't win, he doesn't win. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, there's a lot of things that just kind of worked out. Like, we all know the sound of, you know, the song of The Price is sure, Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the phrase, come on down. <laughs> I mean, come on. See, like, all I could think of is like with stampeding people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just um, the, the sheer excitement, the terror in Bob Barker's face. Like, yeah, it, it right. just all goes back to that. Or the sound of the big wheel turning. Yeah, I just you like know? the big wheel. I always wanted to turn the big wheel. I did too. I definitely I think it'd did. be fun to turn the big wheel at least once because I want to see if I can get it like real going. I don't think I'll ever get anything. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us were like, you know, you watch these people try to spin it. And they'd go around like once, maybe. Yeah, they'd sometimes. barely make it. Yeah. And it'd be like, come on, give it something. And then you'd, you'd see, see like, like a big dude coming. Like, I've been working in landscaping for 40 years. Yeah. And he gets up there and just whips the snot out of this thing. And it just goes and goes. And I'm like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. It was cool. It's, it's, yeah, it so, was, it's Bob Barker. Bob Barker died. You know, it's, it's tragic. It, it is a tragic of. thing. Um, but I don't know, It's hard for me to I say it's tragic because yeah. he's 99 years old. Like, say, how much you expect out of somebody? That's ex- a long life. Right. Like, tragic is Alex Trebek. Yes. Because how sickness took him. Yes. Um, so that's tragic. But Bob Barker, I don't think you look at it as tragic. I think no, you look I, at it as you made an impact. Well, it's, it's it's the weird thing when like some of the older celebrities go off, right? Like, yeah. well, like when Betty White died or whatever. It was time, right? Everybody was, you know, oh my god, it's such a tragedy, it's so sad. Like, yeah, it, it's sad, but like, the lady was like ninety eight. Right. Like, I think she tried real hard. It's okay. Like she made it well into her ninety. I think we're all right. right. I think that's okay. She well, lived a long life. Yeah, and like, so the other day, like the wife and I and the kids, we watch random shows sure. quite often at home. <laughs> you know, something just kind of waste the half an hour or whatever yeah, yeah, before bed. And um, we watch the Mass Singer. Okay. Okay. Right. Like that response, that's normal. It's not a show we usually watch. Sure. It was just, no, all right, fine. let's watch it, see whatever. I could see the appeal yeah, to I a mean, certain extent. So, number one, the way that they have that show figured out as far as the scheduling and the timing of stuff and when they reveal who it is and everything, well done. Sure. Because it's not drawn out over weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of not knowing everyone or whatever. And so it's kind of neat. But they had a guy on the show that, I mean, my wife, she hates surprises. Like, she can't stand them. Okay. To the point that if we watch an older episode, she has to look up who everybody is. Like, oh. she can't wait. It's not a thing she can do. I mean, but that's the whole point. Right. It drives her nuts. That's the whole point. I, I, I'm with you. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, but, I don't know, man. So a lot of the times the people that show up on these shows, though, like, I don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, because I don't follow culture. And so I don't really care. That's fair. You know, but there there are some that come in that everybody will know, no matter what. And so one person was singing on there, and I knew it was an older person or somebody in a wheelchair. 
It was one of those two. Because they dress them up in costumes. Oh, yeah. Okay? No, I get it. And instead of being like, you know, a lion or, you know, a unicorn or whatever, he was like a gnome. And so the shell was huge. Like his back was huge. Okay. And so I was like, okay, he's not walking. Okay. Like, little subtle clue. Obviously, he's not standing up or she's not, whatever, at the time. And then you hear him sing. You're like, no, that's a dude. Um, but it's like, okay, who do we know that's a celebrity that is potentially in a wheelchair? Christopher Reeves. That, no, that is alive and can sing right now. <laughs> you know, and so I'm, I'm sitting there racking my brain. I'm like, who the heck is in a wheelchair? Because I don't know who it would be. And I couldn't think of it. And I was—I mean, the way the voice sounded, it was like, "Wow, that's an old man." Like, there's no question that's an old man. Bob Seger. He's dead. <laughs> but <laughs> oh no, Bob Seger's not. I was thinking, um, Bob Saget. Sorry. Um, but I'm I'm trying to think of who it is because it was a very classic sounding voice sure. too, like yeah, a very yeah, like yeah. Uh, um James Dean uh, type like feel. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Rat Pack, yeah, that kind yeah, of like, a sound, yeah. big band. And so I couldn't really think of it. And this and that. And my wife already knows who these people are. Swooners. Swinging. Swing no, music. Swingers, not swingers. No, no swing songs. music. But the the crooning crooners. Yeah. Yeah. And so I asked my wife, I'm like, do I know who it is? And she goes, oh, yes, you definitely do. <laughs> I was like, really? And she goes, everybody know who's, knows who this is. I was like, I, that sucks because I really can't place it. I have no idea. Ended up being um, Dick Van Dyke. I mean, fair. He's 93, 94 years old, something like that. But, like, do you have enough recollection to be like, I know who Vic Di or Dick Van Dyke is? So, without seeing the face, I wouldn't have remembered. I saw I say, like, when it comes to voices and everything, like, there are certain It was people, recognizable. Absolutely. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay. All right. That's like, um, well, he, because it was that style of music. Sure, but I never watched enough of Van Dyke's show, so, like, I don't really. Right. You know him from so many other, like, he's one okay. of those, like, All just right. been in everything and you don't realize it kind of thing. Um, but really cool. And so we see him and he comes out and we're like. Holy crap, that's Dick Van Dyke, you yeah. know? And so I look up how old he is because I'm like, holy, because he's standing there. Like, sure, he's standing. Sure, sure. I was like, okay, so they have a motorized one so he can sit down and drive it around because he's too old and frail to hold it himself, you know? Yeah. And we need to make sure that, you know, we don't kill Dick Van Dyke on stage, which makes perfect sense. Oh, well, the gnome just went down. Right. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so bad. <laughs> and so we're watching it, and like he's standing there, and they're doing the interview, which they have Nick Cannon as the uh, the the host. Of course they do. Which is just of course they freaking weird, but whatever. And so he's talking with Dick Van Dyke, and you're watching Van Dyke like try not to step, like walk around a little bit or move, because you can tell the producers have looked at him and said, "You're not allowed to walk on your own." <laughs> Don't do it. We're not responsible for you breaking these things. <laughs> Anything. Right. Yeah. Like, you can tell that's basically what they did to him. But he's like 94, 93 years old, something yeah, like sure. that, I think. Sure. And the dude is still hilarious. I mean. Like, off the cuff, absolutely. His, the capacity is there. 
It's just the body is not able to do what he wants it to do anymore. Happens. Right. But super fun. Really cool. Then they had all the other singers, and I looked at my wife. I was like, I don't know who these people are. I have a concept. Okay. Okay. But you, you take, like, actual celebrities. Like, like not, you know, because these are all fringe celebrities for the most part. You get Yeah, like, they pull them off the ends of things. You get, like, former football players and basketball players. You get, like, people from the WWE. You know, they're yeah. like the B celebrities. Yeah. Let's be honest. Like, yeah. Dick Van Dyke is a huge name, so I'll give him. That's probably the biggest name I've heard of on there. Sure. So, like, with that in mind. You take, you take, because uh, you can't, and I think, I think it's unfair to have, like, actual musical artists on there. Well, some, there was one that was a Grammy award winning, like, uh, country artist. So I feel like that's like, unfair. There were like, some real good singers on sure, there. Sure, sure, I get that, but, like, I think that's unfair to be, like, you know, you, you have somebody who actually, I want, I want to see somebody that's not necessarily the realm or whatever. Right, which is why, like, Dick Van Dyke was great. Right. It was super fun. And so when it comes out of that, like, the idea of, like, an all, all-star all cast, right, an all-star yeah. list, who would you put on your all-star list? Like, who, who name, name a couple people. Vocal? Yeah, like, yeah, vocal yeah. all-stars? Vocal all-stars. Uh, Lizzie Hale. No. No singers. Oh. We're talking actors, actresses, stuff like that. That can sing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actors and actresses that can sing. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Interesting, but yes. Okay. He can sing. Yeah, He's no, that's true. He's actually quite good. Um, Lady Gaga doesn't, she doesn't count. doesn't count. Even though you she can. is an actress, she is first a singer, yes. and so that doesn't count. That's the same thing with, like, uh, Jared Leto. Can't use him. Oh, that's uh, that sucks because he's really made it very like balanced <laughs> at this point. Yeah. If anything, he's more in the acting realm now. I, I would agree, but um, that's you, you a, gotta... so Will Smith doesn't count. You can use Will Smith. I'll give you that one because I don't. He's not really a singer as much as he's like a really bad rapper. Yeah, but he's good for like club songs. Sure, like catchy. Get jiggy with a na 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 na. Exactly. Yeah. Switch. Yeah. Um actors that can actually sing. Um uh Anna Kendrick. Well, that's fair. That's a good choice. That's a very good choice. Uh Timberlake doesn't count. No, Timberlake <laughs> definitely doesn't count. No, he's not. No. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, Anna Kendrick. Uh Kristen Bell. Okay. Um Um Paul, what's her name? Reese Witherspoon. Okay. No, that's fair. Um I do know that Chris Hemsworth can sing. Okay. Actually quite well. Okay. But no one ever lets him because it's one of those, you're not allowed to be everything. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. but he can sing very, very well. Um, Jeez. There's there's actually quite a few. Um, Hmm. I bet you Sam Jackson could actually sing. Just give me, quite give, me well. give me a top three. Just give me a top three. Top three top actors three. that actors or actresses that can sure, sing that would be good to listen to. You can even go into other things like you know uh, sports and so on and so forth. But like the the main thing is that they can't have like the being in a band or like a singer or whatever as their original thing. Okay. Or like one of their main gigs. So even you know like I said. Jared Leto, yeah, he's more of an actor than he is a singer at this point in time, but That's he was fair. in a very successful band for a long time. So for a like, very long time, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Uh, and, uh, Anna Kendrick. Okay. 
she's probably the top end. She's absolutely incredible. Um, Reese Witherspoon is a second to that. Or no, not Reese. Uh, Kristen Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell's Bell? better okay. than Reese. Okay. And then for a dude, Bradley Cooper. Fair enough. He is really good. Okay. Yeah. John Travolta. Not as good as you think, but... Doesn't matter. Okay, okay. Christopher Walken. <laughs> come on. The man can sing a dance. Oh, come on. He can sing a dance! Uh, Drew Duffney says Colin Farrell. He's not wrong. No, that's not bad. So... John Travolta, Christopher, Christopher Walken, Walken. Yeah, which yeah. I, whatever. What do you mean whatever? Christopher Walken. He can sing and dance. Yeah, name one song that he's actually decent in. I don't have him off the top of my head. Exactly, and the one that you know he can dance in is the music video where he's dancing through the mall. It's fantastic, and it's just because it's Christopher Walken that's the only it's reason amazing. it's it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's entertaining. I'm gonna go Christopher Walken. Okay. Christopher Walken, John Travolta. You got to have a third one. I do have to have a third one. Oh, uh, I mean, it kind of sucks because of the mental issues with Bruce Willis. He can sing? He has a jazz band. Oh, that doesn't mean he sings. No, it was good. It's good. Is it? Yeah, it's actually good. Look, look You know what? Look it up. Look up uh, Bruce Willis singing, like his albums or whatever. Huh. It's not It's not bad. I'll go, I'll go with Bruce Willis. All right, hang on. I'm, I, I'll take that. I mean, because I'm going to skip out on, like, Nick Cage as much as I would love to. <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> Just go as trolly as possible. I mean, you you could go you could go Keanu. No. He was the lead singer. Like Bill and Ted? No. Like, he was in a band. Wild Stallions? No. <laughs> hang on. No, he was he was truly in a band. He no, was the lead singer fair. in a band. That's fair. I don't know what it sounded like. But I know that he was one. All right. Bruce Willis Jazz Band. These are jazz or blues. I can't remember which. Devil Woman by Bruce Willis. Okay. Let's, All right. Let's see if we can get this I'm, to I'm just curious. It's been a while since I've kind of listened to anything. Let's see here. If I remember, he plays the harmonica really well. I know he plays the harmonica well. Yes. Like, that's been known. Because that's him on the harmonica. Okay, I retract every <laughs> statement. That works. <laughs> that works quite well. Listen, I like John Travolta just because he's Sandy. I mean, you, you yeah. got to love it. Um, let's see here. Apparently, Kevin Costner can sing um, that's not surprising oh russell crowe apparently yes. can sing which i'm curious on this one Hang hugh on. jackman as well well that yes <laughs> see i don't think he's that good though why is that not doing things like i can i can give like the because i know he did what lay miserable yeah so well he's got i mean does he have a tony I thought he had a Tony. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's that good. Yeah, I, the it's music's just, not playing on that one. It's very talky singing. He's very weirdy. I don't That's like it. a shame. It. I don't know why the music's not playing on those. But, okay, I can get behind Bruce Willis. Sure. That's fine. Uh, let's see if we can find uh, Keanu Reeves' band. Uh, Dog Star. 
Am I, <clears throat> I going to be impressed here? Or is this going to be... Uh... I don't know. I can't remember it. So there's that. I would love it if it's like some death metal group. It would be fantastic. I know it's not going to it's be. It's probably not going no, to be. No, absolutely not. Audio is not playing. <laughs> well, that's weird. We got the other stuff to play. I know. I don't know why it's not... How'd you break it? Is it muted on the computer? Nope. Is it muted on the, the YouTube? Oh, he plays bass. Oh, well, that doesn't... That doesn't count. He's not singing. No, Never he's mind. sitting there in the background. Going, doo, doo, doo. Oh, E5 he's, he's rolling again. it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it, it's not surprising that he could play bass. Is he, is he like Flea? No. He's wearing like his normal suit with yeah. like tennis shoes. Like that raggedy that, tennis that shoe. That makes like, complete sense. It's his yes, normal look. That's his normal thing. Yeah. It's a nice bass, though. Also, that I, well, was very pretty. I would imagine that it would be. Yeah, it was very pretty. I'll if I had that. all the money in the world, I would also have top of the <laughs> right. and everything. I don't know why that didn't play. I'm really upset at the fact no, that that did not. It is. Dog star. You break and stop. I don't. Why are you not playing? You should be playing. Did you did you hit something on the board, maybe? No. Oh, it's through a different track now? Yeah, that's not him. No, it's not. He does a lot No, but you can hear the... Uh, you can hear the bass thumping in the background, sure, like the bass sure, line going. He's not like it's not like a typical bass player. Like he's playing, but I think I spotted something that's a concern. What's a concern? Yep, I did. He plays bass with a pick. Okay, a lot of people play bass with a pick. Yes. Um, is Sean Cantwell listening? I need Sean Cantwell. Oh, Drew Duffney says Jack Black does not count. Does not count. Tenacious D was a band before. Correct. He wasn't. He was a singer before he was an actor. Can't do that. Um, yeah. Are you trying to get Sean to back you up on the bass thing? I am because he's uh, <laughs> an amazing bassist. Yes, because he is. Yes. And he'll be. He'll either say, "No, nah, it's okay," or he'll go, "That's blasphemy." I, I would argue for one point. Okay. Okay. Because one of the best bassmen's uh, bassists, bassmen, right. bassists ever is. Uh, I'm a bassman. I'm a bassman. <laughs> It's like Spaceman, but lower. <laughs> uh, Spaceman. Ah, uh, I want, I want um, uh, Matt Freeman. Matt Freeman. Matt Freeman from Rancid. Matt Freeman, American musician. Uh, hit, hit, uh, Max. He plays with a pick. Maxwell murders bass solo. I'm looking at the picture of him playing right now. He plays with a pick. He does play with a pick. This is this is my argument for people who play with picks. Okay. But you have to. The, it has to be the solo portion of that song. All right. Is, like I'm gonna find that right now. I mean, it exists. It should be What's an easy it? thing What's to find. What's it called? Uh, Matt Freeman, Maxwell Murder, bass solo. Maxwell Murder, bass solo. I can look at tabs. <laughs> should, there should be YouTube videos of this. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's the tab or the transcription as well. Ooh, I think I can do both. I think I can play it and look at them. Oh, okay. Same time. Yeah, but this that's not the You'd 
actually have to like see him play it. Oh, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Especially live. Yeah, I think you'd have to play it with a pick to get that. Yeah. Because he's got a lot of the um like those are eighths and then he drops sixteenths into it. This is my argument for people with picks though, because Oh, and he's playing different Wow, he's switching up a lot. He's very, very talented. That's he's that's, incredibly talented. That's pretty darn good. Like I get the argument. I get like the idea that, you know, if you use picks on a base, there's less talent there. I think that there are certain I don't people, say there's though. less talent there. I'm just saying I know that there's a lot of base play. That's like a, it's like a, a whoop 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 whoop. Yeah. You know, people think about it. No, I get it. I get it. But my big argument is always I throw back to him because I think he's probably one of the most talented bassists out there. And I think it's really <laughs> difficult to argue against. My mom says Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> she also says Doris Day. Doris Day is a fair play. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg can't actually sing. No. no. Uh, Frank says, I don't know about bass with a pick, but Gator can play the hell out of a tuba. Uh, I used to be able to, Frank. Not too much anymore. Uh, Drew also says Barry Zito. I don't think I know who that is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back in the day, yeah, but I'll be honest with you, Frank, what I just did, I, I watched the tablature of a bass solo, and it kind of started flooding back really quickly. <laughs> it's kind of scary, but, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I still think, I mean, Bruce Willis was a heck of a surprise. Sure. I did not expect that. It's more bluesy than jazz. Um, it's definitely yeah, like it, a that's, bluesy. That's kind of. Um, but I did not expect that voice out of him. It's good. Uh, whatsoever, which was, that was really kind of neat. Um, Sam Act, or Sam Jackson, I have heard sing blues. Um, Bla or, uh, Black Snake Moan. Yeah. He does play music in that one, and he sings with it. It's actually pretty good, but it is very much that old school blues sound. Let's, uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> worst. Your three worst. Your three worst. Uh, Nick Cage would be at the top of that list. <laughs> uh, Christopher Walken is also on the top of that list. <laughs> um, I can't put Travolta at the top because he actually at one time can sing yeah. and still probably can halfway decently. Um <laughs> Let's just see here. Uh, um, <laughs> Are you just picking it apart? You're just picking me apart. Steve Martin plays the banjo. Yeah, mm. I've seen that. That's actually pretty cool. That's Frank. Uh, Drew Duffney says baseball player goat should know Barry Zito. Oh, uh, thanks, Drew. Yeah, that's some humble pie right there. Uh, <laughs> we all probably should have known that one. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking actors. I just... I know. We weren't in sports <laughs> realm, but that's a good pull. I did open that up. Yeah. And, um, I should know. He kind of just slapped us in the face with a you know a big one there. Um, but worst ones. Worst um, ones. In seriousness, I'll take your Nick Cage. I'm not going to take Nick Cage, your I walk, think, is yeah, there walking. because he's there. Walking, I'm not – I mean, he probably actually can hold – Tone, yeah, I think he can. Um, because he's just a talented man in general. Uh, Nick Cage, yes, you're talented, but music is not your gift in this <laughs> yeah. world. And it's never going to be. <laughs> and that's okay. And not everyone can do everything. Right. Yeah. Um, worst ones to listen to, try to sing. Uh, I don't enjoy hearing Mark Wahlberg sing. I don't enjoy watching Mark Wahlberg act. So. That's, uh, no, there's plenty of movies I enjoy. Oh, no, I... I 
like I really I like really, a lot of the movies he's yeah. in and I like the roles that he plays that doesn't change the fact the man can't act I think there's certain movies he can <laughs> Pain and Gain is a perfect example he was fantastic it Marky Mark that's it that, I mean he does it well it's the trees yeah okay <laughs> stop everyone knows that movie sucked anyway that's not fair that's like this is how he acts it's all the time huh. he looks confused Unless you have him be angry or whatever. You just go, yeah, uh, remember, imagine hitting an Asian man, Mark. Then then you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Were we forgetting that's what he did? Yes, I have no idea. Oh, you don't know that? No, I don't. Oh, yeah, no. Mark Wahlberg's a terrible human being. Oh, that's not great. He blinded an Asian guy. What? Because he was Asian. What? Yeah. That's really bad. Guess what? That's uh, so New Kids on the Block, right? Right. Donnie Wahlberg. Right. Yeah, Marky was supposed to be in that. He wasn't. Because he hit an Asian Because dude. he had a, <laughs> a well, hate crime against somebody when he was 19. Ago. I don't care. I think it does matter. We're all different people. No, you do. You grow up or whatever. Right. And he's I probably agree. paid for that sin quite a bit. And I don't pro- think he has. Uh, he's probably, the man has no vision. Yeah, he probably takes care of it. Like, he's probably like, I feel absolutely terrible because of it. I don't think he does I'm going to make terrible. sure you and your family are taken care of. I he feels terrible. I think he I don't does. think he cares. I, don't, I think he's a terrible human being. Wow, that's a hard standpoint. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> I Listen, I believe people can change. I believe people get better. Like, yeah. that's fine. You could, I, I 100% give the benefit of the doubt. But most people don't go out and blind another man out of hatred. Like, that. that's <laughs> no real I mean, difficult thing. Probably not. Uh, Vin Diesel. I have no desire to hear him sing ever. That's fair. <laughs> it sounds like the dude's gargling rocks. Yes. Um, I have no desire to hear Vin Diesel sing okay. at any point in time. So Nick Cage, Vin Diesel, um, Roseanne. Oh, that was going to be mine. Yeah. That sucks. Take me out to the ball game. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Like, well, it's just low-hanging fruit. It, it is, but, <laughs> I mean, she presented it as an option to pick. So I picked it. Fair enough. Because it's awful no it is uh, well yeah roseanne barr that's her name yes roseanne i couldn't barr. think of her last Absolutely. name for a minute unfortunately i believe gilbert godfrey died so that takes away my other pick yes he's dead <laughs> but that would have also been a very good pick bobcat goldthwaite right <laughs> <laughs> oh man i feel i feel like um uh george clooney would be a terrible one to listen to try to sing. I think he's one that you sit there and go, no, he could probably hit the Rat Pack. Like, he could hit that style. I bet you he sucks. That's just because the dude's looked like he's been old. He's been 45 for 30 years. (laughs) Like. The salt and pepper air. Yeah, for 30 years. (laughs) Like, eventually give it up, bro. Like, we know you're dying at black now. (laughs) Before, you were dying it with a little bit of gray. Now we know you're going the opposite way because it finally caught up to you in time. Also, you're not in anything new and you live in Italy. Why I know these things is beyond me. I don't know, but I know that's what happens. Antonio Banderas. I bet you he could sing really well. You think so? I would put money on the fact that he probably could. That's the thing is he was ne- like he was for a brief moment like a list top end celebrity, right? Like I don't like him. You don't have to like him to appreciate the fact that he can sing. Like I don't like the fact that Travolta is Travolta, wow. but at one point he could sing 
and he probably still can halfway decently, I'm not going to take that away from him. I mean, I don't really care for Trill Foles' voice. The only reason I use him is because I just want to see him do, like, the shimmy. and the... Well, like the foot thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing will ever look as cool as he did. Uh, the Pulp Fiction? Yeah, and the Pulp Fiction, the twist with the heel <laughs> drops, nobody will ever be as cool in a in a movie with dancing. Yes. Ever again. I agree. It was fantastic. Um Uma Thurman. I don't like I'm sorry, but you were garbage compared to Travolta. Travolta, absolutely. Like he was, he carried you to win that twist contest. I'm sorry, 100. percent And then you drank his five dollar milkshake. You shouldn't have drank the milkshake. You shouldn't have, because then you also tried to snort heroin. Yeah, that's a bad idea. There's a lot of <laughs> dumb decisions in your world. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace almost went crazy. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Chris Walken's in that one, too. He had a watch. That's right. <laughs> Which, by the way, he was Bruce Willis's <laughs> dad's that's friend. It. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forgot that well, he was. It just circles back to that I movie. forgot that he was the one that gave him the watch back. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My top three picks are all in the same movie. Yeah, I spread out a little bit, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I can't help it. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm very specific time frame i would also like yeah jack nicholson okay i'd be curious probably awful oh it's it's gotta be it's yeah. gotta be right I, I feel like that would be like listening to john daly try to say <laughs> <laughs> i would pay for that i, I would pay money to see john daly sing because right. you know he's hammered oh oh no, guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed yeah he got drove there <laughs> even though he tried to drive someone took his keys and kicked his oh, ass into the back God. seat yeah. No, it's probably awful. Stephen Hawking wouldn't count, but if he was still alive. Oh, come on. What? It'd be perfect pitch. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> talk, Roseanne Barr is low-hanging fruit, but I'm going to pick the guy that talks through a fucking computer. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the bad guy here. Come on. I didn't say it wasn't a bad pick. I didn't say that. I mean, you talk. I just said Rosanna was low hanging fruit. It was yeah. a great pick. I was going to pick it. You took it from me. I did. Yeah, well. I'm I think thief. she's dead, though. Roseanne? Isn't she? I don't know anymore. I don't know. We're don't way over. Yeah, hey, uh, we got to take a break. You guys, let's open for discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. So stick around. <laughs> The Sessions Concert Series returns to Lapeer, Michigan, coming out to the Hitchin Post on October 7th for three great bands that I play on my show that you need to see live. From Detroit, Cougaran, Cash O'Reilly, and St. Pauli Street, reuniting after a decade apart. It's all taking place October 7th at the Hitchin Post, 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. No cover, no tickets, just come on in. It's the Sessions Concert Series. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology.
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. Stone's Throw Theater is pleased to present Pure Imagination. This is the final production for the Summer Musical Theater Camp, featuring all of our students after three weeks of learning the show and putting it together. This is Saturday, July 29th at 2 p.m. Lapeer High School. All seats $10. You can get those at www.stonesthrowtheater.org or at 810-660-7805. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Days Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Days Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. 
Everybody, welcome back. Open discussion at oh SolidStateRadio.net. What did you choose? That's 30 Seconds to Mars Hunter. And it is normally better. I think I got it. When does it get better? I, I got it mixed up with a different song, I think. Because that doesn't sound like it was getting better. No. It sounded like it was getting worse. Yeah, it does. He sounds like he's constipated. Okay. <laughs> sure. He's going through some pain. So, update. Update. Because there was a news break uh-huh. over the over the break. Um, sure. We don't have news break. Do we have a news break? So uh, it probably is somewhere, but I don't think you're gonna find it. Oh. Um. I'm looking because this would be really cool. It, it would have been it's cool. Not gonna, if you had it it, it would have been great. Now yeah. It's not gonna be cool because we're sitting here looking for that. I know, right? Okay. So, um, to uh, reiterate the Marky Mark story that we talked about where he blinded a um, Asian person. Right? Yes. Okay. Trinth, or Trin, yeah. was the um, the second of the Vietnamese men attacked by, Malber- or attacked by Wahlberg holds a different opinion, claiming that he should be forgiven, meaning Marky Mark should be forgiven. Sure. While it was reported that the actor had blinded Trin in one eye when he punched him during the 1988 attack, uh-huh. the Army veteran revealed in 2014 that he had actually lost his eye when a grenade exploded while serving for the South Vietnamese Army in 75. Okay. I'm not taking away the fact that Marky punched him, probably for the reasons of, you're Vietnamese and yes. I'm just going to punch you. But he did not blind him. Marky Mark still assaulted an Asian person for not being Asian. I, I don't. I don't really but care. He's I still am, a bad person. Right. I am also saying that that happened in 1988, which was 34 years ago. Sure. Almost 35. But years if ago. you did that, how would that affect your life? Uh, I mean, it would be the uh, a big deal. Yeah. But. But Marky Mark's forgotten and forgiven. I'm not forgetting. I'm not forgiving. Okay. I don't think he cares. <laughs> Fuck Marky Mark. Oh, boy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, saying, I broke it last segment anyway. We know we're probably not going to be FCC today anyway. He also has a third nipple. Well, that... I have seven fingers. He's a freak. <laughs> Same difference. Uh, this is fine. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I have less digits. He has more parts. That's He's weird. weird. <laughs> uh, oh, my mom says, yeah, he was high on PCP, not defending him at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, um, I mean, we can forgive you for maybe punching a Vietnamese guy for being Vietnamese, but if you were on PCP, nah, we're not looking past that. <laughs> I, I can look past that one more. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, you do some weird stuff on weird drugs. You do, absolutely. That's just the way it works. PCP is not a friendly thing. No. It does very... like getting wet? It does very strange (laughs) things to you. Oh, God. And you will do things that you didn't think you should. And also that you didn't think were physically possible. That's more opportune, I think. Like, you can punch through wooden fence posts. Yeah. And it actually will work. Like, you'll get through it. It's not good. No, because your hand is broken. 
but you still accomplish the task. I guess if, that, if that's what we're looking for. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I just don't think he's a good person. And I don't care. I feel I like mean, the story should be told because I don't. It's think, all swept under the rug. From what it looks like, he wasn't a good person in 1988. Now, whether that has changed, I do not know. But based on 1988 stories, you weren't good back then. And I haven't heard stories about you now where people are like, he's such a great guy. So, mm, maybe I mean, not. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not going to say that things haven't changed and he hasn't changed as a person or whatever, but I think fame will change somebody real quick. Well, I would agree. When you're put under the microscope constantly. Yeah, but I think, um, like, Shaq is a very good role model of this. Yeah. Where, yes, he got put under the microscope. Yes, he's entirely famous. Sure. Worldwide famous. Absolutely. More than any... More than an actor for the most part, because yes. he's in a world-played sport, and he's the big man. <laughs> he's Diesel. Yeah, he's Big Diesel. Big like, Diesel. That's the way it works. That being said, it is not by his own doing, but by other people that will say, he came in, was look, he came into a jewelry store mm-hmm. and was looking at whatever, and then heard that that guy over there was buying an engagement ring for his fiance. Sure, picked it all out, and then Big Diesel slid that probably oversized, you know, black card, and said, "Sure, I got the." Well, he's a Big Diesel's the world's nicest man. Right, that's just the way he is. Yeah, doesn't he own the record for the largest bill at Walmart still? I don't know if he does or not, but probably. I know at one point he did. It wouldn't surprise me. He's the world's nicest man. All he does yeah. is nice things for everybody he comes into contact with. Right. I do. Know, I I know at one point he did. Um, I think it was when he got traded uh, to where did he go? Phoenix, I think, or something. And he didn't have an apartment or anything. Like he had no apartment. He had no furniture. He had no clothes. Sure. Nothing. And so he got an apartment or like a yeah. And then he went to Walmart to yeah. buy yeah nope that's, a bunch that's of that stuff. Story, yeah. And he bought like TVs and a bed and furniture. And I mean, he just he went in there and was like, I need this. And he bought everything. <laughs> and then he goes up to the counter to swipe the card and it gets declined. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Big Daddy Diesel gets. <laughs> His card declined at Walmart, and like the way he tells the story, which I think is absolutely hilarious, because he's seven two, seven three, something like that. He's a, a giant, he's a giant man. man, and he's like, I swipe a card and it didn't work. And I just, oh. <laughs> 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 he's like, I guess the bank called and said, "Hi, is this Mr. O'Neill?" He's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is Shaq." <laughs> Like, oh, we see that somebody's trying to use your card at Walmart for like one point two million dollars. Yeah. Shaq, Shaq buy clothes. Shaq, Shaq need, needs stuff. Shaq needs this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Please approve code. That's me. Shaq have money. Right. Shaq not poor. Shaq, Shaq not make, poor. Shaq not poor. Shaq make a lot of money. Right. You ever see Kazam? <laughs> <laughs> I I just love it because you got him and you got Chuck, right? And they can't be two more different people. I think they're so similar. It's it's not like I think because they are so similar, right? That that's what makes it so much fun. Is it's like listening to to Chuck argue with Chuck. I disagree. I think I think that like Shaq's a very kind human being. Oh yeah. I don't think Chuck is. See, I, <laughs> I think Chuck is more than he's not. He just wanted to play that he wasn't to just be different. 
I don't think he is. I think he's nice to his fans. I, I, I agree with that portion. Right. He's very good to like the crowd and the people. Exactly. But like, like, if he doesn't like you, then no, oh, he's no, not nice he's to you. <laughs> you know, he's not. He's not going to be PR for PR sake. Never. No. no that's not the way he's built. So those big ones in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Eating those churros. Right. Yeah. But no, I mean. Shaq's fun. Shaq's great. I don't think I've ever seen an interview or anything with Shaq that it doesn't look like he's having a field day. Well, I mean, like, so so we talk about, like, a lot of broadcasters and stuff like that and different shows to watch. Yeah. If there is if there is one show, like, even if you're not into sports, like, even if you don't like basketball, Inside the NBA is worth watching. It's entertaining. For just, yes. Like, think of it like a soap opera or like a reality TV show where the characters are not real people. Because you don't know what's going to come right. out of those two guys' like, mouths. If you're ever. willing to sit down and watch Jersey Shore. Oh, my God. Yes. Stop. <laughs> go over to, is it TBS? Yeah, yeah. Or go, no, TNT. TNT. And watch them. Yes. Because it's fantastic. We had, uh, you had Shaq argue that he can see the moon, but he can't see California. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he he's estimating how long it would take to get to the moon, right? Right. Yeah. He can see the moon, but he can't see California, so like three hours. Oh, my gosh. He's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, so I, take, I take a chuck was just like, man, you stupid. Kind of, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. yeah <that's> good. <laughs> Although Chuck says the dumbest things out of all of them, uh, yeah. but, you know. Oh, that's... it's great! It's a fantastic, it's a fantastic yeah, show. I mean, like, if term... you have the opportunity to yeah. watch that, because it's worth watching. You don't have to watch basketball. You don't have to be a fan of basketball. You just have to be a fan of listening to those two go back and forth with the craziest stories you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other two guys just looking back at one instigates, and the other guy's just kind of like, "I'm here, right? <laughs> I get paid to sit with big men. <laughs> I I sit in this chair, and they say, talk." <laughs> so there's was one thing where where Chuck was talking about how he um he used to take showers with his jersey on. <laughs> of course he did <laughs> because they didn't wash the the jerseys and stuff back then. And then one of the the other guy because he used to play basketball too. <laughs> right. He looked at him and goes, "No, it's never been like. What are you talking about?" <laughs> but clearly Chuck did it. Like clearly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's wild to me, but yeah, yeah, it's a great, it's a fun show. If I say, it, it sounds like it's just entertaining, whether you like sports or not. No, you're you don't gonna have get to because you're out gonna get this. something out of it. Yeah. Yes, but I tried watching a show today. Did you a movie anyway? Because I had time. Okay. Um, which like got home from church and then like you know the kids are doing whatever. Yeah. The wife goes in to lay down, take a nap, kind of thing, and I didn't realize I was as tired as I was. Um. So did you actually watch the movie? I watched like. The first, like, half, and I'm really sad I didn't see the second half because the first half was really entertaining. It was a Russell Crowe movie. It's a okay. brand new one. Is it The Pope's Exorcist? It is The Pope's oh, Exorcist. Oh, it's such a bad movie. I, so the first <laughs> half was great. His accent's so bad. I don't care. I can look past that because the first half is so good. I was so disappointed in that movie. See, I I fell asleep. When they were going down in the catacombs under the Castillo. Sure. And then I fell asleep, and then I woke up to um, Community. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> so I was like, I went to bed at, or fell asleep seeing Russell Crowe as an Italian exorcist, and then I woke up to Joel McHale at Community College. 
What happened? <laughs> it took a, that's a wild twist. I, I know. A lot of twists. Yeah, I, I woke up and it was like, I'm in a different place. <laughs> But the movie itself, like, it's not, it's not bad. It, it, I was hoping for something scarier, and it wasn't scary to me. That's, I didn't think it was frightening whatsoever. So here's the other part. I thought it was more like an interview kind of thing, like interview. Like the movie itself was more like a documentary kind of idea, not really a, a full-on, like, production movie. Okay. I thought it was going to be like a side project that Russell Crowe just did. No. No, it's not. It's a true unproduced movie. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to watch it and you're like, oh, that would be an interesting thing to watch. That's what I was expecting because I was like, well, I'll watch that and then I'll probably pass out. Sure. You know, and that's fine. Um, I didn't get that when I first got into it. Also, because I didn't know it was a real productive movie. Or produced movie. Um, I turned it on, and my wife and kids were still on the couch. Oh. And we're watching it, and then all of a sudden, like, the beginning of it is, like, him expelling a demon into a pig. Yes. But before he does, like, the guy in the bed is, like, going bananas. Sure. And he's scary looking. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, I look at it, I hear the sounds, and my wife and I look at each other, and I hit pause, and we're like, kids, go upstairs, because, uh, nope. <laughs> Not dealing with nightmares tonight. Right, like, that's bad <laughs> see like way i look at it because you know i'm a horror movie enthusiast right right so i watch a lot of a lot of horror movies right i i rented this before okay if i knew it was going to come out on netflix i would have not have rented this right. but like you know i rented it a couple months back or whatever because i was excited because i one i really like russell crowe right who doesn't like russell crowe I, I hate the fact that he disappeared, but I understand why. Um, what do you mean disappeared? Like, kind of disappeared from Hollywood for the most part. Well, he part. got bigger. Yeah, I know. That's why. So he's not Maximus. No, but I want Maximus back. Everyone wants Maximus back. Except Russell Crowe. But Russell Crowe probably looks at it and goes, Maximus was a lot of work. <laughs> Russell Crowe is like, I like cheeseburgers exactly. way too much. Like, like, I mean, I could get there, but boy, I ain't starving anymore. You know, I... This is funny because you take a look at him as Maximus. He was in shape. He was definitely in shape. He was he in shape, like... but he wasn't Brad Pitt. No. But, I mean, it was, for the role he had, it was like, that looks exactly no, what we would think. It was think. exactly what you needed. It was right. great. I'm not I'm not trying to downplay like, it. Like, you look like a Roman soldier. You're but, a little bit bigger. You're a little bit thicker. You're well-fed. But I want, I want Maximus back, or maybe like a little bit past Maximus, you know? Yeah. I don't want... Santa Claus, Russell Crowe, which is what we have now. I'm fine with it, though. I don't, so it's okay. Like, it's okay. He like still could act. American, I get that. I, 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 so you're like Maximus or American gangster Russell Crowe. Yes. And that's your world you want to live in. Yes, that's the world I want to live in. I want to live in Russell Crowe as Zeus in... Um, <laughs> that was an awful movie. Love and Thunder. Oh, no, no, I'm thinking something else. Yeah, no. I want Russell Crowe as Zeus in that, where he's wearing, like, a white tennis skirt, <laughs> and he's saying that you're not allowed to the orgy. <laughs> you're not invited to the orgy anymore. Sure. It's fantastic. It's absolutely hilarious. He does a great job. And then I really enjoyed him in the first half of the movie I saw. He's, he's, a, he's a good actor. I'm not, I'm not trying to take he's away from that. He's very good. I like him as an actor. It's just he doesn't... He disappeared from Hollywood. Yeah. and Probably because people are dumb. Sure. And I don't think he's a dumb person. I think he's a smart man. We could we could make any of that comparison. That's fine. Yeah. I just would like him to be in better movies. That's that's the argument I'm making. But if you're not one that kisses butt... 
I don't care. I still want to see better movies. I want to see better movies. Is that hard? To, is that a big ask? <laughs> uh, I mean, compared to the people that are in movies right now, no, he's probably one of the better ones you could get. I'm just, I'm just saying. But nobody's going to grab him because they're all like, oh, he's a pinnacle. He's he's up here. We can't get him, but he's not what he used to be. I don't know, but The Pope's Extras is like, is, is, is it a good movie? Meh. The first half I saw was. It's meh. I, I'm concerned about what it's like in the second half. It's meh. Like it, it's I, I don't know. If you like the first half, you're gonna like the second half. I'm gonna tell you that it's an enjoyable movie to watch. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong. I liked with it, his per accent, se. by the way. I think he nailed an Italian accent. Oh, he quite did well. not. It's awful. I think it's great. It's awful. I think you it's are dog water. I think you are very much aggressive towards actors and their accents. No. He's it's just got bad. a bad one. It's not bad. So, yeah, and Nick Cage's was fantastic, too. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't give you that. And Brad Pitt did a great job with the Reaver Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Sure. But it's not the best. No. But, but it is my favorite. Yes. Like, I think he does the, the Southern. Because like that's where he's from. Well, yeah. I mean, it helps. <laughs> like, but that is my favorite. Like, sure. every time somebody says, well, you know, or they try to do any kind of accent or whatever. And well, my wife and kids will do this all the time. They'll do, like, the British accents and all this stuff. They'll yeah, play yeah, around. Because they can do it. They hear it and they can you adapt it. it. Yeah, it's easy. I can't. You can't? No, I am not you one can that do can. Any, well, you could do the Southern thing. That's about it. Well, that's not hard. Once again, that's an easy one to drop into. Well, but not for everybody. Not everyone can drop into it. I think most people can quicker than just about anything else. You think so? Yeah. You hear it more than most anything yeah, else. Yeah, but like you can't just drop into like a New York accent or whatever. No, I can't. Easily. Because I don't hear it as often. I grew up hearing the Southern accent. That's right, the way okay, the world right, was. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's, I'm not going to make arguments. I, just, I, don't, I hear a lot of British accents. You can do a British uh, accent. <laughs> you can do a high town and a low town. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but no, anytime they start doing that, like my wife and kids, they'll start playing around with it and like sure. doing the different accents and stuff. And then they'll look at me and I'll just go, a river dirty. Bonjourno. Bonjourno. They just look, I'm like, you guys realize I can't play this game, so I'm just going to make fun of it. The best Brad Pitt uh, Southern accent is his role in California. Mm-hmm. That is the best one. It is. It is. Absolutely. But, um, no, I, the Pope's Exorcist, the accent's terrible. The movie itself is produced very well. It's produced yeah. very well. It, it, I'll tell you, the, the story's decent. It's actually pretty decent all around. It just wasn't scary. It doesn't get me. I didn't jump. I didn't get anxious. It didn't do any of that for me. I just watched it went like, oh, that's a that's an interesting like demonic movie, and that's about <laughs> it, right? Like, yeah. I need to see the new Exorcist movie. Okay, that's what I need to see. I need something that's gonna make me like. I need to feel scared of a movie again because I haven't felt it in a while, and I need it, Gator. <laughs> right. You need a good one. I need a good horror movie. Like, I need a really good horror movie. And he thought it was gonna make me freak out a little bit. Just a little bit. Oh, here's good. Uh, Peter Stormar, which you Stormare? know, yeah. Stormare, which we all know who he is, whether yes. you know him or not. You know his Volkswagen. voice. Volkswagen. Well, yeah, that and he's like 
He's in everything. He's the Russian guy in every movie you've ever yes, seen. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, apparently, he is the king of European accents. Well, yeah. Apparently. Pretty sure he's from Europe. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's for <laughs> sure. Let's see here. Let's get past this I ad. I think he's Swedish, if I remember correctly. It's possible, but I don't know. Which one did that one go through? Various different nationalities, German, Russian, Hungarian. Is it easy for you to tune into all of those accents? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're an extraordinary actor. <laughs> I came in a lucky time. Going back to the late 80s, all the minorities had been outside the gates of big movie companies saying, don't portray us as villains or rapists or murderers. Yeah. And the guys up there, you know, in suits, wow, wow. Let's get back to the Germans and the evil Soviet <laughs> Union guys. Yeah. So here comes Peter to Hollywood, and they ask, can you do a Hungarian accent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know there's only one line in American movies. It's when Keanu comes to Russia. He's at, and I'm Russian. Do you want to? Then the next, then we switch to English. Do you want to see the lab? Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> this is all the same guy. So are you yeah. actually doing the accent? No. They don't, they don't know. They can't <laughs> Serbia from Senegal. So you're saying the, the, the movie executives, they don't know. They'll go, can you do Serbian? You'll go, sure. And you'll yeah, go, hello. You do, you like to see the... Okay, yeah. Hell then, yeah. <laughs> you're born in Europe. You're supposed to know all the languages right. of Europe. Right. Well, I have to say, it serves you very, very well. It's Hasn't amazing. it, gang? It serves you very I was hoping for something. Yeah, no, I, a I didn't bit more. get a lot of that. I didn't no. really do a whole lot. I will say that um, out of the people that do accents, um, actors anyway, that do like the German accent or sure. anything like that, Christoph Waltz is one of my favorites. Oh, absolutely. He's fantastic. Um, he's hilarious at the same time. He's very intelligent. Yes. He does speak like six different languages, so he does understand where the emphasis needs to be on different sure. things. But he can play around where he can do the English with all of those accents too yeah which is really kind of surprised like he can do like he can speak um i think he can speak italian um obviously spanish german mm -hmm. i think he speaks a little bit of russian um french definitely um and i think what he can do because of all the languages he knows and just based on what I've heard anyways, when he speaks English, he can actually speak English with a French accent or with a Spanish accent. Sure. Which, that's incredible. Yeah, I to mean, put I, an accent on a different language. Yes and no. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you on that, but... I think that if you know both languages, it makes that a lot easier. Oh, definitely. You know, I think you could do that a lot of times with, like, you, you do... You could take a Spanish speaker, right? And mm -hmm. they're speaking English. There's an accent that comes with that. Right. People can do that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. That's they... more common because you see that more in the United States. So, right. like, that's something that a lot of people can mimic pretty easily. Right, but he's not from here. Right. Right. No, I, I get that. But, I mean, but... to be able to do it that well is, I mean, and he has one of my favorite lines in movies of all time. Sure. And it's also from a rivet dirty. Yes. Um, where he goes, ooh, that's a bingo. Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> one of my favorites. 
I can't help it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good flick. Um, him in uh, Django, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Him and Django, like Jamie Fox, you did a pretty good job. But Christoph, you carried that movie on your back until you got to the room with Leonardo and Samuel. Then they kind of helped you share that load. But as soon as they were gone, it was back on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, he's one of my favorites. I don't know. I just want to hear Brad Pitt from California. That's, that's all I want to hear. We'll do that when we come back. Okay, we're going to do that when we come back. Yeah. You promise? I, I can look it up and we'll do We don't really have topics, so we're making crap up. It's going to be great. I got some topics. I got stuff to get to. Right, but we can play around and have yeah, all the fun we, we want. We do whatever we want. That's care. right. We can skip radio breaks. It doesn't matter. No, nah, it doesn't. Technically, we shouldn't. We shouldn't, and Sean will be angry. Sean would probably be a little upset. A little bit. So we are going to take a break. But we could play like three of them in a row. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they make up for it to yeah, leave just, early. Well, we played them all. Uh, they got it. They yeah. got their time. Everyone got their slots during the hour breaks or I, whatever. I don't know what you're bitching about. <laughs> right. They were played three times, six times in three hours. I yes. don't know what you want. <laughs> Technically, they were played six times in... 45 minutes, but that doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But with that in mind, we are going to take a break. You guys, let's open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this, so please stick around. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Lapeer, Michigan, coming out to the Hitchin Post on October 7th for three great bands that I play on my show that you need to see live. From Detroit, Cougaran, Cash O'Reilly, and St. Pauli Street, reuniting after a decade apart. It's all taking place October 7th at the Hitchin Post, 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. No cover, no tickets, just come on in. It's a Sessions Concert Series. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. 
You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy. Around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one -on -one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. Stone's Throw Theater is pleased to present Pure Imagination. This is the final production for the Summer Musical Theater Camp, featuring all of our students after three weeks of learning the show and putting it together. This is Saturday, July 29th at 2 p.m. Lapeer High School. All seats $10. You can get those at www.stonesthrowtheater.org or at 810-660-7805. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio. That's not cool. But it happens to, I tell you what, it happens to fellas, too. You borrow your pop's car, say, I met, I met Josephine down at the supermarket, and she's so pretty, I'm going to marry her. How long you known her, man? Six minutes. That's cool. So you love her. Yeah, I love her. And then you find out Josephine's hanging out with Timmy. I didn't pay for this. So I want my money back. Everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SaltStateRadio.net. I'm your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. Ha. <sighs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta find a better song. Because okay. that last one was a complete and total fail. Oh, yeah. No, that was not good. No, it was probably the worst one I've picked yet. Which oh, is not great. 
No, it wasn't the worst one I've picked yet. I have picked worse ones. Sure. When okay, we, we'll go with that. Yeah, when we were really pushing for FCC and um, syndication, mm-hmm. like there was a big push for a bit. Yeah, there was. Because we were... Um, Rocking and rolling. We were very popular for a long time. Yeah. Um, we did very, very well. And so it was going to turn into that pretty quickly. And it was kind of exciting. And then um, I remember I accidentally played a song that I didn't realize wasn't edited on here. And uh, the beginning of it um, mm-hmm. is it, it's it's made by a very popular uh, rap artist that is very, very good. Mm-hmm. And the song is extremely recognizable to everybody. Absolutely. But your boy is used to hearing the edited version. Uh-huh. And it was not edited, and I did not realize those lines were in the beginning before any actual words start happening. And, and you won't let me play DMX. That's, uh, you know. I've played DMX. Woo! <laughs> I mean, hang on. I mean, I, I get, uh, every day y'all go make me lose my mind becomes more and more relevant in my life. It's not. What? DMX doesn't have his own folder? Oh, that's a shame. Why? It goes from division all the way to dudes. So there's no DM. So it doesn't exist. Not in here. Hang on. Maybe maybe they don't. I mean, that's not necessarily the genre that gets played here at the radio station. Let's be honest. No, but we have Will Smith. Okay. And Yellow Card. Well, Yellow Card fits the mold of what gets played here at the radio station. Let's be honest. Yeah, let me... That's frustrating. This is an alternative radio station. Daft Punk? Alternative music. Let me check this Giving folder. us more dancey. This is a big folder. Maybe this one will have it. Ooh, okay. Because I'm, I'm down for playing a DMX song. Sure. That's loading. Okay, here we go. <laughs> it's loading. No, we're not even going to be able to play the full song. That's, that's no, the crap part of this. We're never going to be able to play a full song here. No, no. No, it's just not there. That sucks. Never mind. Find something else, I guess. Um, I mean, head PE is pretty good. I do like head PE. That's going to be a tricky one, too. Um, Do, 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 do. Which one? What are your choices? Killing Time, Waiting to Die, Feel Good, Bartender, Crazy Legs, Peck Bell, I Got You, Boom, How You Like That, Swan Dive, Stevie, Jesus of Nazareth, and The Meadow slash The Phone Call. No, I don't like Bartender. Out of yeah, that. that's really all it is. So that's what we're doing because I don't feel like spending any more time on this because we also need to find um, Brad Pitt in California. Yeah, Brad Pitt in California. Shave that dog and teach her how to hunt. Brad Pitt... Not bit. <laughs> Brad Pitt. I want to. I want to see that he's like the dollar store Brad Pitt. He's just kind of. Save like... that <laughs> dog. <laughs> I think this is gonna be it. Probably. I have no idea what he says in this movie. <laughs> I think it's this one. Okay. Yep. That's it. Just gotta That's get the, the ad. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, California, 1993. Oh, wow. Yeah. Come on, ladies. I'd like both of you to step slowly away from the car. Oh. No! No! Is that it? I don't know. Shoot the dog scene? No. No, that's not that's it. That's not it. That's not. 
Ah, oh, shave that dog. He's out to hunt. That's not, <laughs> it's outside the bar. Oh. Is that it? Three minutes. <laughs> Is this it? Don't know where uh, personal office is at. The personnel office is um, first door on the left. It's not, but this is what, a good down there. Stinking bitch. Yeah, that's my favorite. All right, hang on. Shave that dog and teach it to hunt. You're going to hear it on the computer. That's all. Oh, God. Um, California clip. Parole officer. Maybe that's it. Oh, I guess. I can't no, that's not it. No? No, it's just outside. It's outside a bar or whatever. Uh, I think it's outside the bar. And he looks at David Duchovny. Hey, Marlene! Why don't you and me get together in line and sweat it up some? Fuck off, TJ. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you're going to find it. You think That's not outside the bar. I can't remember like the exact it. part, but I don't think you're going to find it, man. I think you're going to be on a... It was going to be an endless search. Teaching Brian how to shoot? No, that's no. not. Um, Pikey's Brad Pitt Revenge? Snatch? No, that's that's Snatch, but that's a fantastic accent, too. Is it? Yes, it is. Okay. It's different. That's completely different. Right. Not even in the same realm of being the same. Or the Inglorious Bastards, 100 Nazi Scalps. Right. That's a good scene. It is a good scene. All right. That's Aldo. My name is Lieutenant Aldo Raymond, and I'm putting together a special team, and I need me eight soldiers. Eight Jewish American soldiers. Now, y'all might have heard rumors about the Armada happening soon. Well, we'll be leaving a little earlier. We're going to be dropped into France, dressed as civilians. Once we're in enemy territory, as a bushwhacking guerrilla army, we're going to be doing one thing and one thing only. Killing Nazis. That's, that's got to be what I don't know about y'all, but... Killing Nazis. Down from the goddamn Smoky Mountains, cross 5,000 miles of water, fight my way through half of Sicily, and jump out of a fucking aeroplane to teach the Nazis lessons in humanity. Yeah. Nancy ain't got no humanity. Okay. I love. Uh, this is fun for me. I get it. I, it's not very entertaining, though. I it's disagree. It's entertaining for you. I think people at home are loving this. I don't think so. Uh, I, I mean, beg to differ on that. You're probably right. You're just playing clips at this point. It's All great. I wanted was the the shave that dog t-shirt hop, but we got the stanky bitch one, which I is can't, fine. I can't get the. No, it's fine. We don't, we don't need to don't need to worry about it. I don't know why it. I can't find it. It's probably just because it's difficult. It's like a one liner, man. It's a one-liner. I want to find it. I know you do. I know you do. But like, like, I need to not, find it. No, you don't need to find it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna Google it. That's what we're. Oh gonna my do. goodness. We're gonna find it. Yo, we're never gonna get there. Brad Pitt. You dirty rotten son of a bitch. That dog, and teach it to hunt. 
Oh, it's muted. Duh. Did you find it? I think so. Last one was an A, so that he could have breakfast and get rid of his hangover all in the same hey! time. Shave that dog teach to hunt. <laughs> <laughs> found it. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yeah, told you I could find it. Fantastic. I'm glad we, we went through that. Yeah, we had to drive down that road. Yes. It was a long one, but we got you, there. My God. <laughs> yeah, it took us a minute. Uh-huh. I can't help myself. I know you can't. You get me out of run, I gotta it's find a, it. It's a problem. You have a problem. Yes. More than one, but that's a big one. No, it is a big one. If yes. you if you tell me, hey, can we try to do this? And I go, Yeah, we can find it. And then it's a little bit of struggle. It's not even that. It's and then everybody's that. like, okay, you know what? Never mind. Let's just move on. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. no it's, not, it's not even that. It's not even the, the, can we go fight it? It is anything that gets brought up that you're just somewhat curious about. I got to like know. A little, I know. And it stops. Everything stops. Yep. We go straight to the computer. We look for it. And it, it can take a goddamn 15 minutes mm -hmm. to find the son of a bitch. <laughs> and then we find it. And it's like, ah, oh, that's that. You know? Yeah, and it's oh, not great. That. No, it's not great. No. No. Because everyone's like, wow, we wasted a lot of time. And I'm sitting there going, no, we finished the puzzle. It had to happen. It did not. It didn't have to happen. I disagree. I don't. I don't it like, needed to happen. We got the steak, bitch, and that was all we needed. Yeah. I still needed to find it. Stinky bitch was pretty good though. Yeah. No, like that's the way I'm wired, man. I know. No, I'm like, well. I've got dude, to get there. I am well aware of this. <laughs> everybody I, that anybody, has ever met me knows that's the truth. Anybody who has watched the show at this point yeah. is well aware of this because it's just immediate distraction. Yeah. Like, oh well, Gator moved the mic. We're in it now. Oh yeah. No, I'm just sitting there going like, oh, I wonder how long this one's gonna take. Yeah. I'm like, fingers crossed he finds it right off the rip. Find it right off the right. rip. Find it right off. No, the, the minute the minute it goes from me just looking and going, oh man, maybe we can find it too. I know that. And we're, we're in it now. Uh, yeah. I, I can't not get it at that point. My favorite is when you start doing the thing where you're talking to yourself over there. And you're like, mm, well, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I will that, do. Yeah, know? have a conversation for uh, a moment. That's, that's not it. You know, and you hear that, and I'm like, nope, this is this is like, gonna be. A I can't minute, even talk to him this right be now. A ten minute search of me just being like, uh, let's talk about stuff. I guess to right. myself. Can't and do it. Even it'll be like a pause. I'll be like, all I need is like a one word response, and I get a huh. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. No, I'm too focused. I can't even get out of it. It, it is what it is. This is. These, those are the moments where I miss having the third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody third take over for a minute because Gator is so pulled away. Give me someone to back and forth with just a little bit. Yeah. No, sorry. That's just. I can't get... monologue for 10 minutes while we try to find a clip. No, the minute I get into I know, it, man, I, I'm, I'm just well I'm screwed. I get it. I get it. Everybody's screwed. I see the eyes moving because I know you're doing something now, and that's that's disconcerting in itself. It is what it is. Now I'm just looking at a bunch of other stuff. Of course you are. Yeah, but I can. Right now, I'm not like fully into what I'm looking at. I'm just like, thank I'm God for that. I'm occupying the second line in thought uh -huh. that I have that is uh, not very prominent. But if I can keep the second like train of thought that i have going if i can keep that one occupied then the other one stays just fine <laughs> what i know uh, no okay there's constantly two there's always two lines of thought okay always two trains going on it's just they're typically going in opposite directions and the problem is when they get too far apart and i can't see them both at the same time it freaks me out <laughs> 
And so then I get like hyper focus on one and then forget about the other. And usually producing back here, being the producer on the yes, show absolutely. or whatever, usually it's keeping track of the comments, keeping track yeah, of people coming in, sense. what the stream quality is, what's sure. happening, Making are sure my levels okay? Right. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. usually it's that. But today I've got that unlocked now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to think about it right now. So your mind, the other side of your mind is just wandering. That train is, is just oh going God, crazy right now. Dangerous. It's yeah. a dangerous game. You're playing a dangerous game. Yeah, I yeah. am. It's no, going to burn me at some point, I'm sure. It's going to burn me is what's going <laughs> to I'm also extremely sleep deprived and super exhausted from no, the week. That makes sense. Um, I did not realize what was happening this week and did not realize everything that had happened or I had done until um, this morning. And we get to church, and I'm running the live stream at the church kind of thing, and everything's going well. And then I look down at my work phone for a minute, and it tells me how many hours I worked this week. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no! <laughs> that explains a lot. Like, I get why I am just burned out. This is, um, that's a big number. My good news is that next weekend is a long weekend. So, that it is. Yes. Thank goodness for that. Absolutely. Because I worked enough this week for... The hours I put in in one week this week are more than most people put in in two weeks. Yeah. I put in a lot. Okay. Let's try it. Let's, let's, let's just shoot through this real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, we're not actually, like, we're not even reading the whole thing because it's dumb. It's stupid. Yeah, we're almost at another break, by I the know. Way. That's why we're doing this one. Okay. What's that? My boyfriend gave me a promise ring but doesn't want to get married. Well, that's why he gave you a promise ring and not an engagement ring. What's the point of that? So what is that, a promise of disappointment? No, okay, so it depends on the age. If you're given their promise ring and you're like... They're 28. There's no freaking point. <laughs> you are going out with somebody that um, cannot commit to a single thing and is a child and is scared of anything that's not in his full control. Which, if you read the post, that's the whole, like, that's that's the whole yeah, tangent see, it gets on. The, then the I'm smart. Thing. But, like, <laughs> what, no, I just want to know what the point is. It's not what it was the promise. What's the promise? Disappointment? Because so, that seems what the promise is to me. Yeah, the promise is just, like, inability of ever growing up. Um, <laughs> like, a promise ring when you're a teenager? Yeah. I'm on board. I sure. can see the point. I get it. I think it's a little strange, but I can still see the point. No, I understand. And it. this and that. But the minute you hit about 20 to 25. It's like an engagement ring at that point. That's the next step here. No, 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 that's, that's what makes sense. Yeah, you're not 23. You've been going out for a couple years, and you go, I'm going to get her a promise ring. <laughs> like, buddy, <laughs> what you're going to get is a breakup. Yeah. That's what you're paying for. You're going to pay money for a breakup. You're an idiot. It's just it's wild because I read it, and I'm like, hey, you're almost 30. He got her a promise ring, which okay. Uh, what's, what's the promise here? Yeah, what are you? Doing? What are you promising? Are you promising disappointment. That's it. That's all. That's, it. that's all that is. Yeah, yeah. No, I promise I will disappoint you because I'm afraid of actually getting married. Yeah, it's so I put it in the same realm of like if you look at a promise ring and you look for something there, what you're going to find is disappointment. That's all that lives in that at yeah. that age. It's the same idea as like dudes when you measure your stuff, measure from the bottom. Give yourself that extra inch. Make yourself feel better. Because if you measure from the top, all you're going to find is sadness and disappointment. Actually, measure from my balls on up. That, from not, the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you got more room to go back. Hold on, you know, so, like, I try to, like, I lay down. I, like, lay down <laughs> on the couch. And, you know, because I'm getting older. Right. 
I'm with you. You go from the bottom of the screw all the way up. Like exactly. That's, that's the only way you measure. Right. And everybody at home that's like, oh, like, you know. You I'm... can totally get eight inches out of that. Exactly. <laughs> and if you can, like, congratulations. Um, because... <laughs> Like, we always hear, like, I don't know if you've ever heard this or not. and maybe awful. Go ahead. Yeah, it is what it I is. We're at the point that I really don't no, care. No, we can talk about anything oh, we want. <laughs> right. Um, like, everybody hears, as a, as a guy anyway, I don't know if everyone pays attention to this, but, um, you know, when we hear something about the average length, sure. like, immediately we're, we're zoned in. Even if we're not fully active, our brain is listening, and we're going to remember sure, yeah, what no, that was. I get you, yeah. Because... For some reason, it pertains to us because yes. that's that's important somehow. Uh-huh. But I don't know why. Well, it's important. That, like you think about like height, right? Yeah. Like you want to be tall. I think most people want to be. They want to be tall. Yeah. It's it's, just, it's always having that maximum thing, right? Right. So when you start talking about average or whatever, you want to make sure you're at least hitting that. If well, not, you're batting a little bit better. Well, and it, I mean, I think most people want to be above average. Like, yes. you, I don't think anyone ever strives for average. I don't know. I mean, if you got a micro, I'm pretty sure striving for average is a, probably a big jump for you. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if you're on that cusp where you're like looking at it and you're going, I'm not so sure, you're right. pretty happy to hit average. I'm pretty sure that's how that goes. Right. And so, like, what I heard last, anyway, was that the average length... Five and a half. Is like 5.15. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to make sure of this. 5.1 and 5.5. Okay. 5.1 okay. 5, 5. to 5.5. Okay. Okay. Um, congratulations. Sure. You know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's great and all. But I will tell you this. If you are somebody that goes from the top, good luck. I hope you make that number. I really do. But if you want to feel good about yourself, you flip that sucker to the bottom, and you will hit that number all day. All you find at the top is disappointment and sadness. (laughs) Okay, man. (laughs) I'm looking out for mental health of all the dudes at home. That's here, here, all I'm saying. I, I will give. I will give a little bit better advice. Okay. Okay. Don't measure your dick. You don't d- measure your dick. Doesn't you don't matter. Have to do it. It doesn't matter because guys are going to no matter what. No, I've never. Shut the front door. Never done it. I don't believe you. Why? Curiosity. I don't care. The will to know. I don't care. The 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 option to have information. What does it matter? What does it matter? Am I putting it on a stat sheet? Maybe. Am I looking at somebody and be like, by the way, I'm... I'll make you a baseball card. <laughs> you a baseball card? Adam the Goat Luthie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the back, here's your height, here's your weight, weight yeah. here's your special talents. One of the lines will be penis size, and next to it will say unknown. Unknown, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he won't let us measure. No. And he won't measure and tell us. No, because why? What is that going to do for anybody? What is that going to do for me? It's on a baseball card. No. <laughs> It needs to have. This is important information, go. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only way to make it. i got to do it now because I'm an athlete. That's right. Yeah. Got to know what it is. Got to know. Got to have my own. Yeah. 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 Are you a professional athlete? athlete? Yes. Okay. How big? What do you mean? Oh, you're not professional I, my yet. My bat size, man. I got to have my bat size. That's right. There. Yeah. 32-4? 32-34? Uh, what you rolling? <laughs> but you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, you talk about guys or whatever. If you're if you're five foot six and you're a dude, right? Uh-huh. You'd kill to be average height. Okay. Right? Sure. 
I'm not five foot six. No, you're not. You're a tall man. So I guess. I mean, I'm taller than five six. Right. But I. You're still, taller than the average height, though. Probably. I think the average height is what, like five ten. Five ten. Yeah. The average I, height is my height. Oh, then yeah, I've got that beat. Yeah. Um, but I mean, physically, I've always been a bit above. That's just the way it is. But that, that's this is my point, though. Like you, you get into those different aspects. If you're five foot six and you have the ability to be five ten, you kill for it. You really? Know? Oh yeah. <laughs> that's surprising to me. Dude, I told my brother once that I thought he was five foot eight, and he cried. What is he? Five six. Ha! <laughs> 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 Little man. <laughs> no, no I can, I'll say it. I'll say it. He's a little man. I'll say it because I get I can get away with it. Right. But, uh, no, I can get away with it too. <laughs> it's fine. Because I'm gonna be like, ha, little man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Don't don't, me. don't actually kick me. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it's not like it's unknown stuff because he does he does actually have a stat sheet. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> He's technically a professional athlete. Right. So, but it is what it is. There. I wonder. Oh, are you going to look it up? It okay. might say 5'7 on there. Vince. I won't. Yeah, let's not do that. I'm going to say, I don't, I don't think I need to say his last no. name. Because um, that's not fair. MMA profile. Here we go. 5'6". Yeah, okay, so they got it They got it correct on there now. Yep. It five, used to say 5'7". <laughs> no, 5'6", um, 145, yep. with a reach of 66 inches, which is a, a short amount. Um, let's see here. He's twelve and six with zero draws, um, eight and three with TKOs, and one and two in submissions. And his most recent fight was against Usama Rahman, and uh, he lost to a rear naked choke. Yeah. That's okay. Well, it's just it's, oh. it's... no. He he's lost. Yeah, we don't want to go into that. Bummer. Let's not talk about that. But yeah. like. I digress. Like, the the thing going into that, though, like, the reason I even brought that up is because, like I said, I I got the height wrong once, and he was so excited that I thought (laughs) that he was, you know, yeah, dude, people that are short, if you could be average height, they'll take it. If you have, like, a below average penis length, you'll take average. Like, yeah, everybody wants to be six foot because who doesn't want to be six foot, right? Right. Everybody wants to be above average. Absolutely. But if you're hitting below average, you'll take average. It's better than where you're at. You know right. what I mean? So as far as I go, though, like, no, no, I never measured. I don't care. I don't care. What's the point? What am I going to do? Like, if you find out that I'm below average, all that's going to do is make me feel bad, right? Probably. If I find out that I'm average, cool. That doesn't really do anything with self-esteem other than just being aware, right? Find out that it's larger than average. Cool. I know it's not, like, extremely larger than average. Like, I can tell that. So right. what are we? what are we getting into? You know, like, well, why do I really care? Here's the thing. You, you want to be happy? You want? You really want to be happy? You want to be happy with your, your penis? Your cock? Yeah. yeah. Please your woman. Measure it in metric. No, don't. Jesus Christ. And then pretend it's inches. Yeah, just call it Canadian. Yeah. Put a like, jean jacket on and it wears a Canadian tuxedo. That's fine. You could do that. <laughs> just start saying A. A. And I'm a. sorry. No, no. Hey, that's, that's not how, how it that's goes. how they say it, right? No, that's not, no. Oh. no, that's not how it goes. That's not how they say it. No. Oh, 
<laughs> you could try. <laughs> where, where the hell did you pull that out of? I don't know. <laughs> hey, no, that's yeah. Where are you from? Quebec. Hey. <laughs> oh, what's up with him? He's from Toronto. Hey. That's like it's almost like a Jersey thing. Hey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Except they're saying hey. I don't know. No, they're saying a. Hey. I'm done. We're done. We're done with it. I don't care. Okay. We're done with it. Be Canadian. Say A. We're taking a break. You guys are listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. When we get back, we're going to play that game that I introduced the other, like, two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah, so I've got two topics. Gator is going to have to decide which guys or which person is the, the bigger douchebag. Sweet. And, uh, you know, follow along with that. Yeah. All right. So stick around. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Lapeer, Michigan, coming out to the Hitchin Post on October 7th for three great bands that I play on my show that you need to see live. From Detroit, Cougaran, Cash O'Reilly, and St. Pauli Street, reuniting after a decade apart. It's all taking place October 7th at the Hitchin Post, 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. No cover, no tickets, just come on in. It's a Sessions Concert Series. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810 394-2597.
As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. Stone's Throw Theater is pleased to present Pure Imagination. This is the final production for the Summer Musical Theater Camp, featuring all of our students after three weeks of learning the show and putting it together. This is Saturday, July 29th at 2 p.m. Lapeer High School. All seats $10. You can get those at www.stonesthrowtheater.org or at 810-660-7805. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascadon Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. That's a nice heavy drop. It is. It's a nice heavy drop. That was good. I, I enjoyed like that, that. quite a bit. I enjoyed that. Well done. <laughs> good pick. <laughs> that was better than the last one. Well. <laughs> it's hard to get worse. And he, you picked a special one. Oh, well, you know, leave it to me. All right. So, biggest douchebag. Okay. Who is the bigger douchebag? Okay? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> he wins. Uh, established. Established. So, no, no, seriously, we're going to do who's the bigger douchebag, and if you remember the rules, I'm going to read you one, and you're going to have to pick if that's the biggest douchebag or if the next one's going to be the biggest douchebag. Okay. Okay? So you read me one, and I read then you I one, pick. And then you pick, and then we go into the other one, and then we decide which one is the actual bigger douchebag. Okay. So the first one, mm-hmm. 29, 30-year-old. She called me a pussy when my dog died. Is it over? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so... I mean, that's the answer to that question. That's the answer yeah. to that question, 100%. I've had this dog for 10 years. I don't need to hear any more. 10 plus years. Yep. Uh, well, no. we still got to go through the whole thing. Uh, so we're determining between her and somebody else? Yes. She's the bigger douchebag. Okay. But <laughs> we're still going to read it. I mean, we can read it, but I... D- I'm still going to read through it. Yeah. I have to do it. Okay? Right. I like, mean, it's I part of the, the game, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I've had this dog for 10 plus years since he was a puppy. It was time to put him down, and he was old and very sick. I was very sad. As you can imagine, the dog was like a family member to me. His loyalty was second to none. While I was mourning his loss in the days ahead, I occasionally cried, expecting my girlfriend of three years to maybe comfort me. Instead, she told me to get over it and stop being a pussy. Man up. It was just a dog. 
this caught me by surprise, not knowing what to say. I was like, yeah, you're right. But now I can't even look at her in the same way. I thought I was going to marry this woman. The feelings I had for her just seemed to disappear. I also, I almost feel nothing when I look at her. I don't know if this feeling will pass and I will regain love for her or if I really just isn't anything there anymore. I haven't told her, but maybe this isn't fixing. This is a relationship that is doomed. I'm not sure how to move forward. You leave, right? Because yeah. there's just no empathy there. No. That's a, like a severe thing and there's no empathy there. Right. It's pretty screwed up. So you're, that's that's your pick? Oh, without a doubt. Are you kidding? Like, boy, you hit me with a dog die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nothing really tops that chart in my world. Okay. Yeah. Sheila even calls her bitch. Uh, okay. Agreed, Sheila. So the second one. Okay. Okay. I refused to force my daughter to give her education fund to my wife's son and kicked her out for crossing the line over it. I refused to give my daughter her education fund yes. and give it to her brother instead mm-hmm. because she crossed a line over it? Yep. No, no, no. He refused... Must I say it again? He, I refused to force my daughter to give her education fund to my wife's son and kicked her out for crossing the line over it. He kicked his wife out. I mean, he's a douchebag, too. But he probably has some sort of logic to it, and he's not all that great. I'm not happy about it because you can't force him to give something away. But I, I'm 39, a father to my daughter, 18. Let's call her Emma. My first wife and I were in middle school sweethearts. Emma was a happy accident, and we were thrilled to be parents with, to her. Can we stop calling children happy accidents? Like, I'm sorry, but, like, I wasn't an accident. I was a surprise. Sure. I was unexpected. My parents didn't think that they were going to be able to have a second one. Right. And it just happened. Okay. So don't get me wrong. Like, it's not that I was unwanted by any means whatsoever. It was fantastic. That being said, if you're the firstborn and the parents are like, oh, we planned you to a T. Like, we knew when you were coming. We wanted you and this and that. And then you get to the second one, you're like, we didn't really know when it was going to happen, but we figured it might. But we're really glad you're here. Like... So I didn't get an invitation to the party, but you're glad I learned about it and showed up anyway? Like, it's, I think there's other situations that are a little bit different. Right. <laughs> I understand the, the <laughs> idea of calling it a happy accident where it's like, we had no plans on getting pregnant, uh-huh. and it happened, but it turned out great. Okay, can we just say, you know, we had a kid. Yeah. Like, take the accident part out. Well, I don't tell the kids that they're an accident. They know. Oh, no, yeah. So you're very well aware when you're in an accident. Yes. Yeah. That's the downfall. Uh-huh. Guard your children from us, from you being like, well, you see, when I was your age, I was a dumbass. I don't think there's any guarding of the children to certain extents. Right. My parents were never married. Right. <laughs> I'm just, I, I can't picture them being in the same room together. Right. But maybe it was like, I want a kid and you seem like a good one. Oh, well, you can always hope for the best. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, can we stop using the word accident? Yeah, I don't think so. Like, like you don't accidentally out. make a kid. That's not the way it works. I mean. I can accidentally spill a glass of milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't accidentally make a kid. Sometimes. Like, I tripped, slipped. It happens. Boom, went in. It happens. Things worked. It's a, it's a weird thing. It yeah. happens sometimes. Exactly. No. <laughs> this is not an accident. This is 
Okay, but my wife died while giving birth to her. Brutal. Uh huh. I had just Owie. I just graduated and started a job, and I failed to juggle a kid and the career. So I remarried a year and a half to my second wife. Okay. Let's call her Sam. She was also struggling to raise her son, Tom, due to financial difficulties. It was a marriage of convenience, and we were very open about that. This is a terrible... Oh, no. I don't like This is you. a long one that's bad. I really just don't like this guy at all. Ah, huh? I don't think he's the bad one. That's where this gets fun. That's interesting. She would be she would be a stay at home raising both kids while I financially provided for them. They were there were ups and downs along the road, but we made it work. Sam always gave her son preferential treatment as an emotionally, which I never took issue with after all. She was my daughter and not hers. But I always provided equally for both of them because I felt obligated to be fair with both of them. Well, you think, considering you're married... There were not any major issues growing up. Both kids maintained a healthy relationship with each other while maintaining a bit of distance. But they both care for each other, and that's all we ask for. So you won. My first wife and I both had an insurance policy. It was paid out when she died. For some reason, we once randomly talked about what we would do with the money if one of us passed away. We both decided it would go to our kids, and if we didn't have a kid, then the surviving spouse would should travel the world. Randomly talked about it? Sure. You're an idiot. I have kept that money in a trust uh, that has grown over the age of 17 years and has been yielding significant profits now. It's quite a bit of money. I have never borrowed even a penny from it because it belongs to my daughter and I am just a guardian. Okay. This year, both kids applied to colleges and Emma got into an Ivy League with full scholarship. Good for Emma. Our plan was that if Emma did not get the scholarship, I would pay the tuition with the trust. That's what it was there for. Tom also applied to an Ivy League and got admission, but without scholarship. Okay. He and I both discussed the options, and I told him that while I can help him with living expenses while he pursues his studies. Okay. But I can't afford the tuition without getting a massive hit. Right. He was understanding and said he'll take out a loan for it. It was settled then, or at least I thought it was. Yeah, it sounds like everything was figured out. One night, Sam asked me if I could pay her son's tuition without the payment. She knows the width of that policy. I was startled for a second, but I said, I th- I'll think about it. I delayed because I wanted to ask Emma whether she wanted to help Tom out because I have always let her make decisions on her own as I feel it's the important part of parenting. I wanted to ask her alone without Sam present because Sam can be a bit pushy and I wanted Emma to make the decision on her own without any pressure because she's the sweetest kid who will rather be hurt than hurt anyone else. Okay. I explained the whole thing to my daughter and asked what she wants to do. She asked me what I think she should do and I told her that I have have no opinion but no matter what decision she makes it will not change anything between us okay she will always be my world she told me that she wanted to travel the world with me as her mom wanted with half of the money and invest the rest so she can have extra cash flow she smart asked, yep she asked me for the weekend to think about it which i happily gave to her also smart on the weekend she texted me to come to her room she asked me to explain the profit yields the amount and everything related to the amount which i did after contemplating she decided she can pay half of tom's tuition while touring the world and maintaining a healthy cash flow also smart girl oh very kind but very smart to ask okay i know there's money there what's the actual return here sure. like how does this work entirely so I can make the best educated um, decision? She did get an Ivy League school. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm happy, yeah. and that's exciting, and it lines up pretty well. But, yeah. I stress on her that if she does not want to do it, she does not have to. Tom is not her responsibility. She said she wanted to help her brother out. 
During a family meeting, she told Tom in front of Sam and me. Tom teared up, hugged her, and was very grateful. I noticed Sam was a bit off, but I ignored it. We all went out for dinner. In bed, Sam asked me who decided about Tom's tuition. I told her about the whole situation. Sam was shocked for whatever reason. She said that I didn't have to ask Emma, and I could have made the decision on my own, and it was not Emma's money. I told her in plain words that she does not get a say in it since it was decided between me and Emma's mother what we will do with the money. Then she said, why didn't I involve her in during discussions with Emma? And by this time, I was on edge, and I told her because it was none of her damn business. Good for you. She said that she would talk to Emma, and Emma can pay her for her brother's tuition, and traveling the world is not necessary. I calmly yet firmly told her that she would not say a word to Emma about this, and this matter is closed. Deal. After a week, I was out with my colleagues when I received a text from Tom that I should come home immediately. Uh-oh. I rushed home. I was home in 10 minutes. <laughs> Tom in the corner on the phone. This, this is getting heavy. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad. When like, it's Dad, <laughs> you better get down here. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when the son's like, oh, no. Right. We're going to have to rat on mom here yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Stepdad! <laughs> <laughs> Sam was shouting at Emma how she should pay Tom's tuition, and Emma was crying. Tom was trying to calm his mother down and try to get her to shut up, but to no avail. I told my wife to shut up and go to the bedroom as politely as I could because I did not want to insult her in front of Tom because, after all, she was his mother. Right. Fair play. I picked Emma up and was taking her to her bedroom when I heard Sam yell, You were always a monster. You killed your mother while coming into this world. Do we want to re- revisit oh, the dog thing? Oh, man. Do we want to revisit the dog thing? No. I'm not going to revisit it. I still stand by the dog thing because this is done out of anger and frustration and complete understanding or disunderstanding. But I'm not excusing it <laughs> by any means. I am not sitting here trying to defend this woman at all. <laughs> and this was like, that's when you set Emma down and you go, go. This and was, it's like unleashing the hound. <laughs> and this was the end point. I told Sam that I am going out and I will come back in two days. She better be gone when I come back. Yep, that's it. Done. Bye. I took Emma with me and asked Tom if he wanted to come with us. Right. Tom was reluctant, but eventually came with us. Oh, crap. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I, typically, I stay away from these super long ones like this, but this I felt was worth it. Oh, this is this is wonderful. I drove them to a nearby t- uh, hill town and got us all checked checked in. Uh, Emma was crying all the way and let her after a few initial tries to calm her down. Uh, by the next morning, we met on breakfast. Emma's eyes were swollen from crying. Tom basically got to his knees and apologized for his mother's behavior. Emma told him that it's not his fault. We three had a heart-to-heart discussion once Emma and I had talked in privacy where Emma reassured that she wasn't responsible for anything. Emma will still be paying Tom's half of the tuition. I like Emma. Yeah, she's fantastic. A right? lot. This is everything you'd want. I like to Emma. Kid. I like Tom. Yes. Um, who's the dad? The main he guy. Give he, the name. He's I like the, the main guy yeah. quite a bit as well. Um, I also talked to Tom and told him that I would be divorcing his mother, and there's no turning back from that. And that doesn't have to change my relationship with him unless he thinks otherwise. That's fair. He asked me to consider my decision, and I asked him if what I was doing was unfair. He said no, and he understood. He's also a smart guy. By the time we got, he also made it into an Ivy League school. Right. Just <laughs> not without, a scholarship, yeah, not but scholar. still made You're it. not like super smart. You're more like, uh, you know, privileged. <laughs> <laughs> By the time we got home, my parents were already there and Sam was gone. My parents asked what happened and apparently Sam fed them a half story and told them the, I, and I told them the whole tale. They were furious, but tried to lower their temperature and asked if there was any way to make amends. I told them that my decision is final. Yeah. 
I'm done. I'm not playing this game anymore. I have served Sam with papers with a fair amount of alimony along with a bed- one-bedroom apartment since she made our home while I worked despite the prenup, which eliminating prospects of alimony or division of assets. So you're willingly giving money just to not be a complete and utter douche. Yes. But the prenup was probably done to protect the trust. Most likely. Right. Uh, in the meanwhile, that and their relationship was one out of convenience. Yeah, so, so the prenup probably wasn't agreed. Not a big deal thing. Yeah. In the meantime, our relatives and friends have been asking me to reconsider it. While they do not condone what happened, they want me to make space for her. Sam also reached out to Emma and apologized for her behavior. Emma asked me to reconsider my decision as she has forgiven Sam and feels like there won't be any friction since she has already left for college. I'm not willing to roll back because whatever affection I had for Sam is gone. I don't think it'll ever be the same if we got back together and there is no changing that there is lack of feelings for her. So I'm asking an objective and partial people any advice of what to do here. So, number one, like, we've got some comments. Sure. Surprisingly enough. Okay. <laughs> so um, Sheila also says Sam is a bitch, Emma rules. Um, when the line came out from Sam uh, to Emma, yeah. that when that line dropped, uh, it was – very much Sheila and Kathy were both like that nope mm -mm. Mm -hmm. that's over the line and this and that and Sheila reiterates again we like everybody except Sam Um, pretty much (laughs) the common denominator of dislike is Sam 100% Um, number one I I understand the fact of trying to talk to impartial people to get opinions and all that but um, you've already made a few decisions in life that are a little different Um, but they've worked out for you and so I'm not going to be one that tells you what to do in this situation because I don't know what it's like to get married to somebody out of convenience. That's no. just very strange to me in the first place, but it worked for you. I can understand why these situations happen, but for me, marriage is all about romance. Right. So there, you take the romance out of it and it just... What's the point? Yeah. Um, and so I'm not going to tell you that you need a divorce because if you're basing the relationship on feelings like romantic feelings or personal feelings, then your actions make perfect sense because you saw a true character in a moment. Yes. And it was not pretty by any means. And so if you're basing your relationship on feelings and you're basing it on all that stuff, then what you're doing makes perfect sense. But if you keep claiming that the relationship was based out of convenience... Now, given that claim was made as that's how it started. Right. And not only that, but you have it out of convenience. The convenience probably being that, you know, the son and Emma or the the son and Sam, you know, needed help. And you just kind of got along with her and everything and you seemed to work help out. Too, so right, it all and so it all worked out. Um, as the kids get older and they're about to go off to college, that convenience factor isn't really a big deal anymore. No. And so was this already in the gears as the kids were graduating, and then this just kind of expedited the process. See, and I'll, I'll disagree with you to that point to a certain extent because I think like something can start off as a thing of convenience or a and liking, turn into and something it can turn that, into love because oh, you spent that much time bonding as a family. Yeah, I think the other concern is: did it turn into love for true sake, or did it turn out turn into love because of, or? Do you think it did? Yeah, just the comfort. It, it gets to be very weird in that aspect because I've never been, you know, I, I've never had that situation happen. Right. All, everything that I've geared in my life towards, like, love and romantic feelings has all been based around, like, I meet somebody, they're incredible, I have all of the, it, the emotions are coming up. I've never been around somebody and just been like, you know what, they're really cool. 
But I don't really want to invest anything, yeah, but I could see just hanging out see, with everybody. I could day. see this working. Like, we would work as people, but I mean... I would never pursue it because the other half of what I'm looking what for, I'm looking isn't, for there. isn't there. And that's the right. more important thing. I would... I would I, I, in fact, I would even say that, like, if I met somebody and I had, like, those romantic feelings, the strong romantic feelings, but had a harder time seeing us compatible or whatever, yeah. I would pursue that over compatibility without the romantic feelings. Right. Because to me, uh, marriage and, you know, it's, it's a all work, about romance. Yeah, it's it's a, about love. Well, that and living in the same house with somebody else, it's work and effort and change and prog- and progress has to take place. Yes. If you're already compatible and that part's already working and done... Where's the effort come in? Because if you're not doing the romantic end of things, or if that's not the original intent. It's just, it's one thing where, like, I don't ever think that, like, a love out of comfort is necessarily a, a great thing. I, I can see how it works for people. And I'm not, I don't yeah. want to, like, down on anybody and their different thoughts. But me being who I am, I'm more of a hopeless romantic. I've always kind of been that way. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of it. It makes me feel icky. Uh, <laughs> right. It's it not just, right. It's not tradition. It's not the way that we view it in any way, shape, or form. Right. Like, we can understand how other people can do it. Yes. Like, I can sit there and go, oh, I mean, logically, I can get it. Logically, I can get it. And but, in fact, I can even see how it would be more sound in a lot of ways because you would be a very yeah. logical person. But, well, it's more stable. Yes. You know, 100%. It, it's not this unshaky ground of like emotional responsive. But at the same time, it's so against the mentality and the ideal that we have that to see it actually happen, it's like, I don't know how to advise you on anything. But what's love without passion? Exactly. What is love without passion? It's stale. I don't. Boring. Right. It's just comfort at that point. Right. And, you know, comfort's great or whatever, but eh. So, you know, I, I take a look at it. Dude, I think you're doing the right thing. I think the divorce is something that needs to happen. I think <laughs> stepping away, hey, it looks like you're doing everything great. Everything sounds fantastic. You, you're not going to have any, like, whatever comfort, love that you've built with this person. It's gone. Those years, it's gone with that, that horrible statement. Yeah. And, you know, you look at it, and we go back and forth, and who's the bigger douchebag or whatever, and I don't know what Kathy or Sheila I says. Mean, yeah, well, I I don't know. They didn't say which one was the bigger one. I think they're going to vote for Sam being the bigger one, but... And I know you're going with the dog. Because I can relate to that. Yeah. I'm going with the the Sam thing that's because fair. I just I mean, don't get me wrong, there's no bad option here. No, well that's the point. Right. When I do the biggest douchebag, it's not like one's questionable. It's both people are horrible and now, we know this going in. I will say that the girlfriend saying that about the dog to the boyfriend, like that's more recoverable because just breaking up with your girlfriend, it is what it Absolutely. is. Absolutely. That's, that's you know, not a thing. Like this like it can it changes your whole life it technically can tear the family down yes absolutely and so it affects more people than just that so ripple effect sam is the bigger douche no question um immediate response of like just being able to get over it and get out of it um i mean the other one but um let's see here sheila says both bitches are douchebags um kathy says sam 
Yeah. Which I think we figured it would be Sam. No, I, I have to. I have to give it to her because, like, a dog dying is tragic. And we're not, we're yes, not going to try to get away awful. from that. It's an awful thing. It is a companion for someone to show that complete lack of empathy towards somebody and tell you to man up and There's don't the door. be a pussy. Like, that's, that's a terrible phrase. It's yeah. terrible to I've say to somebody. I've been saving a lock in my bedroom exactly when this happens so I can change the lock in my door when you say stupid crap. Oh, I mean, that's that's a terrible, horrible thing, and that person's not good. I, I agree 100%. Now, right. Somebody's mother that died during birth, and you tell that person I that mean, you've that's raised really for, not a great look. You've raised that person for like sixteen years. Sixteen years, this person's been in your life. You've been the mother figure towards that. And there might have been a time or two that she called you mom. Yes, and you call her a monster from the day that she that she was born, and that she's killed her mother, like. I, I can't. It's not recoverable. The, the, the fact that you were able to actually get that line. Like, I can halfway understand in frustration and anger that line coming into your head for a moment. Like, because you think about some dark, nasty crap when you're angry, it can come in. Now, people and human beings will look at that and go, wow, that's no. I, I say often that anger begets nothing because it doesn't. It, it literally just causes more problems. Oh, yeah, it causes you're, pain. That's all. You're just looking to hurt somebody. And I do believe that this was said out of anger. But when you say even it comes up across in your mind, I don't think in a normal human being, like, that's something it that pops shouldn't. up. It shouldn't. No, I, I that's don't. so bad. Like, that's, that's a level of resentment and hatred that this woman has had towards your daughter. For a lot longer than just about college money. And once again, it, it it's it's college money. It's it, like I get it; it would help or whatever. But the idea that you can't, you're willing to break somebody down and say such a horrendous thing over money, you just, I, yeah. I, you're just a horrible what's person. The root, what's the root of all evil? Yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Absolutely. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. You guys, listen to open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. So stick around. Solid State Radio, your alternative for local talk, local sports, and local music. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Lapeer, Michigan, coming out to the Hitchin Post on October 7th for three great bands that I play on my show that you need to see live. From Detroit, Cougaran, Cash O'Reilly, and St. Pauli Street, reuniting after a decade apart. It's all taking place October 7th at the Hitchin Post, 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. No cover, no tickets, just come on in. It's a Sessions Concert Series. Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology.
Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, Downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. Stone's Throw Theater is pleased to present Pure Imagination. This is the final production for the Summer Musical Theater Camp, featuring all of our students after three weeks of learning the show and putting it together. This is Saturday, July 29th at 2 p.m. Lapeer High School. All seats $10. You can get those at www.stonesthrowtheater.org or at 810-660-7805. Stone's Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. Solid State Radio.
back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I'm your host, Adam DeGopoy Luthia, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Oh, baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk we, about that We later. talk about weird things <laughs> off the air. We really do. There was a point to the story that I was getting to, but we got sidetracked, so I never got to my point. That always happens. Yeah. So, yeah, whether you guys believe it or not, it's probably very believable based on the way the show goes sure. most times. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have conversations off the air and we have a point that we're getting to and then we get sidetracked and then we never get to that point. No, no. Yeah. It's like an ongoing conversation that only happens during Sundays. And then uh, throughout the week, it's just funny videos back and forth. Typically, yes. Yeah. Jordan uh, the Stallion's amazing. Yeah. And so is Bench Warmer Ben. Yeah. So is uh is Jordan Stallion is he the uh fast food secrets yeah, club? Yeah, he's the yeah. fast food secrets club. Incredible. <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> if you guys have not watched any of the fat food secrets fast food secrets club yes. president, um you need to. He's the best. He's tons of fun. I watch uh, every every day I wait for that next video or whatever. Yeah. I I saw the first the first time that i saw him i was like i like this guy right this is entertaining <laughs> this is entertaining and then i yeah. saw more and i'm like nope we're following we need to know we yeah have if, to know. if you guys are unsure of who it is kind of thing he's if you've seen the video where he's just like so everybody's running out of um like this thing at at the stores you, you're not able to get your hands on it anymore um being the president of the fast food secrets club like i i couldn't just tell you that you know, if you take this much of this and this, this much, much of this, this and this much of this and then put it in this and then you have what you're looking for. Like, that's not information I could tell you if I wanted to. <laughs> that's that's who we're talking about. He's absolutely hilarious. I just love um, the uh, get closer. Too close. Yeah. yeah. Come in here closer. <laughs> closer. Yeah. A little bit closer. I, I need to tell you something. Yeah. No, no, no. Come here. <laughs> it's He's very, very entertaining. He does a very good job. Yes. Uh, the editing is done very well on his videos. It's very basic, but it's done oh, yeah. very, very well. Um, but he comes up with the greatest concoctions, and I feel bad because I never do any of them. Right. But yeah, I want I have to not every single one. time I look at it. Like the the tea packet was probably the easiest one to to go through. I don't even remember that one. I think I just sent that one out. Okay. It was uh so you take like a pop, right? Yeah. And then you put a tea packet in it. Okay. Because a tea packet like uh apparently it speeds up your metabolism. It makes you That makes sense. Yes, it it helps you metabolize your food better or whatever. Yeah. So he goes, if you're going to drink pop anyway, so just pop that tea packet in there. So you got to pour a little bit of the pop out and then you, you know, put it in. He did like a, a iced tea inside a Sprite. That'll work. Right. Yeah. This is the lemon anyway. Right. So you're good. And so he did it and apparently it tasted great. But Yeah. So it gets you thinking about other things, and I'm not a sprite drinker, so that doesn't really like Apply. appeal to me. Yeah. So, but I I would be I would but, put it in a coke. Well, he's the one too that did uh, Dr Pepper brownies. Yes, and he's like, "Do you realize how dangerous this is for me to make at two o'clock in the morning?" <laughs> <laughs> I, and then, like the next scene, the pan is gone. He goes, "I I'm a terrible person." <laughs> 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 I'm probably going to make this again. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, the Starbucks thing right now. Yeah, the chocolate-covered yeah. strawberry. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds really good. It does. I'm 
also concerned about buying it because I feel like it's just straight sugar. Oh, it is. That's what There's makes no, me nervous. There's no way that's not just straight that's sugar. That's all Starbucks stuff. Is, well, yeah. Like, for the most part. If you're not just getting their, like, plain coffee. Yeah, it's just sugar loaded. And if you're just going to Starbucks to get a plain coffee, go, don't go to Starbucks. Yeah, go, don't go anywhere else. It's not that much better. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of money for <laughs> just hot brown water. Their coffee's kind of ass. Uh, yeah, they're... it's not the greatest anyway. <laughs> no, but, like, the stuff they put in it, that's, that's what, what makes it amazing. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Yes. So, well, that was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I've got I've got one more topic, and then we can try to finagle something for the last oh, bit of okay. the show. Yeah, no problem. Um, you know, I, I can probably go through some of the MIA holes and pick one I'm out I'm going to say, we're only 40, we've only got 45 minutes anyway. Yeah, right. So, and so we can dick around for as long as we need to. I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, and it, it, it gets really weird because this is one of those topics where, you know, Things don't work, you know. You go out on a on a date or whatever, and and you just you're not feeling it. You don't you don't like it or whatever. But sometimes when you do that, right, the other person is feeling it. They they do have those feels and want, right. they want more. Or so one sided, uh, yeah, sparks. Right, and then you know, of course, the rejection comes because only one side's feeling it. Right, absolutely, yeah. and then it sparks that that's this fun question. And so here we go. Uh, this guy asked me. What didn't click for me after a date? Should I be honest? Yes. And I agree with you there. Yeah, uh, what do you have to lose? I went on a date last night. Went, we met on a dating app. His pictures made him look a bit different, and he was very, very kind over text. Okay. When we met up, I was surprised to see he was uh, much bigger than one would believe after seeing his photos. That's fair. I think I have a photo out there that makes me look skinny, mm-hmm. um, and I use it for quite a bit. Well, we only put our best pictures of ourselves up. Let's let's be completely honest. Well, that. the picture that I use, it has my daughter in it when sure. she was little. Yes. And she's sitting on my lap, mm-hmm. and she is adorable. Uh-huh. And so I use that one because it's one of those, like, less attention on me is better. Sure. And I also am wearing like a suit jacket. No, it's a very good photo. Yeah, like, it's a really it. nice photo you know, of me. And, and you know that it's you. Like anybody yeah. who looks at it sees that it's you, but you're also not on dating apps where people are expecting no, that really. to be you that shows up, right? No. And that's that's where it gets really interesting because, you know, you kind of need things modern, but you also want to look at your best. And then some people are just magicians with uh, angles and, and stuff like that. And other people just don't take photos of yourself, like myself. Sure. Right, and that's, that's the tough part because I'm always like, yeah. <laughs> because also if you look at like uh the the radio website mm-hmm. at the photos that we took i don't look like that anymore either oh, no yeah. yeah it's very different yes I've, I've changed me too <laughs> it's great we're working on getting back <laughs> yeah i am <laughs> i'm i'm content with where i am right now okay i yeah, no. i can do what i need to do and things are working out just fine yeah no i'm working on getting back <laughs> so anyway uh <laughs> so that, that happens um i also noticed he smelled pretty bad oh that's like a, that's, sweat oh buddy <laughs> wash your balls <laughs> he was very very nice we went out, went bowling, continued to talk. He was has very nice features, pretty eyes, a nice smile, a cute nose. <laughs> he smells like sweat, and you go bowling with a big dude. What do you think we're going to do? We're going to sweat. But that's on him. What a dumb decision. He picked it, right? Right. Like, that's how that goes, no, right? No, this is... She this wasn't is... like, let's go bowling. The big guy's like... How about we do this instead? I was hoping you know? for a movie. No, he was I, just like, let's go bowling. I'm going to impress her with my bowling skills. Oh, yeah. I got a killer leg swing. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, you gotta you gotta whip it. <laughs> just throw that sucker as hard as you, you can. Gotta, you gotta put the curve in there. <laughs> After he left, he texted me saying he had a wonderful time and wanted to see me again. And I was honest with him and that I wasn't really feeling it, but I'd like to remain friends. Okay. I feel like the girl and all those ridiculous posts people make. He drove an hour to meet me and then paid our bill at the bowling alley before I had a chance to object, and I barely gave him anything other than a rejection. That's not your problem. No, it isn't. I feel awful. He's a super kind person. I just felt like I really screwed him over, but obviously I'm not going to force myself to do stuff with him that I'm uncomfortable with. Right, which you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. That's unfair to both of us. Absolutely. Right. So he asked me what it was about him that didn't click for me, and he's always trying to improve himself. I Ball don't, sweat. <laughs> I don't think telling him you're bigger than I expected and smell bad, I'm not attracted to you, is a fair thing to say. Uh, but I honestly can't think of anything else. He's a perfect gentleman, opened all the doors for me, asked for permission to place his arm around me, and he was a good listener and also funny and charming. I think he's got the personality down pat, but again, I can't force myself to feel attraction. I also want to be more concrete that I am not interested and I don't wish to waste his time. So what do I say? And, and it, it, it's uncomfortable. Like this is this is the thing when somebody asks that question, somebody's just like, "Well, what is it?" You know, because one human nature, right? We're curious. We're curious people. Yeah, we gotta know. You know, and yeah. You, especially if you feel like things are like really going well, and you're like, "Well, how? Why? How did that not? You know? Right? What did I do? What, what is it? You know?" So you have that thing, and it, it, if you do feel like you want to improve or work on something or whatever, you know, it, it's a fair it's a fair ask to a certain point, but it's a very uncomfortable ask and it's a very uncomfortable answer and being the person that has to answer those questions like that's where that gets tough because sometimes the truth of that is not easy to say like this one while there's really not a comfortable way of saying it it's easier than some of the other things that i can think of well i mean so i get the idea of trying to tread lightly like that i I totally Yeah, like I can I can get on board with that because you don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. Well, no, you can't be like you're fat and you stink. Like, <laughs> right? And so I can get where you're like, you know, no, I, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. make you feel bad. Um, and so I think I mean obviously the guy's asking specifics, right? Sure. Like he's going, what is it that I need to work on and this and that? And I think it's as simple as saying, you know, you're a really nice guy. You're a very you're you're a gentleman, and I had no. Like, I, I appreciated our time together, but when it comes to, like, the sparks for an attraction that I'm looking for, um, you know, even though I would have assumed that this would have worked, it just, sometimes it doesn't click. Yeah. It's nothing against you. You didn't do anything wrong. It's just I didn't get that click that I'm looking for. Uh-huh. And that's fair enough that is fair enough that's actually like the most delicate way of putting it i think so where it's you're not trying to break the guy you could get off scot-free on that one i i will i will give you that i'll give you that credit yeah because now if you wanted to get more specific <laughs> you do the same sort of thing you talk about the personality you say hey i really like talking to you you're a really funny guy you, you know kind caring all that other stuff yada 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 right like the nice stuff but then you go hey I would use more relevant pictures of you, maybe more recent pictures. Maybe. You know, on, on a dating profile. And then the other thing, I would, you, you got to bring up the stink because you got to, he's got to know. 
You got to let someone know because a lot of people that stink don't know they stink, and you got to let them know that they stink. So you might want to say, and you might want to work on your personal hygiene a little bit. Yeah. That's the nicest way that, you know, you can say, you stink, you know? But, I mean, even at that, like, it's that's going to be a difficult thing to get to. It is a difficult thing to get to, but, like, if he's constantly going out on dates and he's smelling like sweat, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what keeps going wrong because he's always smelly. Like, do the dude a favor. Do the people around him a favor. Like, <laughs> Right. You know, get it to where he realizes that there's kind of a, a body issue that's there that needs to be taken care of. You know, if it is just showering before the date. If it is, you know, putting on, like, fresh clothes, clean clothes, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Better um, deodorant. Let's see here. Kathy says, tell him you just didn't feel the sparks. Which I think kind of lines up with what I said. No, what you say, I'm not telling yeah. you that what um, you said is wrong by any means. Uh, Sheila says, I haven't broken up with anyone since 10th grade and he cried in my driveway, so don't ask me. I'm no help. <laughs> um, I'm listening for an answer from you two guys. Teach me. Um, <laughs> and um, Sheila also quotes Adam Sandler. Um, when the fuck did we let him become the smelly kid? <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, um, you know, I, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to address the hygiene. I think like. You have to. Right. I think you have to, if you, if he's asking specifics, um, you know, and. Cause like his body type will fit for somebody else. You can't just look at somebody like, dude, get in better shape. Right. Like, like that's, that's not, okay. Yeah. That's not really the biggest issue. Well, you cannot and, have sparks based upon that. That's fine. Right. But I mean, like I can be physically attracted to somebody. Sure. Like I can look at you and go, wow, you are very pretty or you're a very attractive person or whatever. I can do that. But then if I go up there to talk to you and the first whiff I get is B.O. Yeah. I'm no longer attracted no, to you. No, instantly turned off. Yeah. Right. And there's also people that I can look at and go i bet you you smell like crap just by looking at you i could be like i bet you you're the smelly one anybody from a music festival yeah for the most part um there's also celebrities that i look at and i'm like "Mm, no not attractive because she looks like she stinks Mm. and or like that dude Mm, that dude probably smells like this all the time and i can't have that you know and so it's hard to play on that one i think Especially after one date where there's not a whole lot of, um, like, it doesn't sound like there's, like, a friendship base that's been developed here no, yet. No, not yet. Uh, this is just very superficial, very surface level of everything. Well, sure, it's a first date. You're just right. getting, you know, you're getting to know each other. This is the and part so, where. Yeah, I think if, because you're going to keep it as a superficial thing and a very surface level thing, um, you know, the hygiene end or the smell, um, it doesn't, it's it's not impacting your world. And so, you know, but it's impacting his. Right. And so maybe um, maybe you buy him like you say, you know what? You know, we want to stay friends or whatever and this and that, which staying friends, it's not going to work. He's always going to have an attraction to you. And that's just (laughs) the way things are going to go. You're friend zoning the guy is what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so you got to just cut from this. No, I agree with that. I have no problem with any like of that that sort of thing. But you do got to bring up the stink. You got to tell me stinks. You have to. I think you don't start with that. Well, no, you do the sandwich thing. I you think talk you do have to say yeah. things, and then I you... think it's very much. You were very polite, very kind. Listen, you know, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed you were the time. Always that we opening spent. the doors yes. for me. You were very, you know, very nice about it all. 
Um, you know, I did kind of like there was kind of a funk. You have a funk. Like there is a funk. Like, like there's a smell that comes with you that it's unpleasant. It's not exactly what I would find attractive. Unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I also enjoyed the fact that you were a really good listener and all that. But um, you know, even though there were all these good things, there just wasn't the connection I was looking for. And so, you know, if there's anything to improve on, I mean I don't know if maybe it was just your shoes from the bowling alley. You try to play it off like, I don't think you don't wash your balls. You know, you try to find some other way to bring it in, but at the same time, you no, have you to address it. Now, you look at it and you go, you, you remind me of a farm. Yeah. Everything smells like shit. Uh, <laughs> Sheila also says, ah. How, so how do we break up with someone? Give me the ideas, Gator Adam. I haven't broken up with anyone since... Oh, dear God almighty. <laughs> Seventh grade, Sheila. <laughs> so I don't know how it works anymore. I was like, I was like 20 years ago, man. More. That's more. That's more. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't have a good answer for you, Sheila. Um, if it's somebody that you're still going to have contact with, like they're still going to be in friend groups and things like that. Then I do. I, I think you roll the sandwich method on it, and you try to keep it light and easy. Um, you know that's simple you enough. Just tell them you're not interested. Like but if if you're not going to see them, or if you're just cutting it off, kind of thing, then I think you just tell them like, hey, you know, it's just it's not what I'm looking for. I didn't feel a connection with you. I don't have any kind of updates or anything for you to work on because I'm not that guy. It's case dependent. Everything like so. If we're talking about the breakup thing in general, yeah. it's case dependent. It depends yeah. on how long you've been with somebody. It depends <laughs> on what the relationship means. Because if it's a longer relationship, then it's more difficult to do the breakup thing. You can't just you right. know. But if it's like you go out on a date and you don't really care for it or whatever, and you just you didn't feel a spark, that's fine. <laughs> Sheila says I'm way. ready to friend zone him. <laughs> I mean, go for it, friend zone him. Yeah, just I mean that's fine. I don't it's... feel a spark. I like you as a person, but I don't like you romantically. Right, that's... like we can go out to the bar and get drinks and hang up and i'll help you pick up chicks yeah like but every i ain't gonna be one <laughs> right yeah. like but you gotta help me pick up chicks too <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know, it's just, i don't know what you're into but try that yeah it's just it's oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> no it's just one of those things where it depends on how long things are because if it's a longer relationship it's more difficult to break up with you actually i do have to kind of give reasons it does have to be a com a conversation at that point in time if you've just gone on a couple dates with somebody all you have to do is tell them that you don't feel that spark like you like yeah. them as a person the attraction's cool, not but there the attraction's not there and, and that's i that. need the attraction to make it worth my time and a lot of guys don't necessarily ask the question of well what can i do what could i work on or whatever because a lot of guys don't care right and, you know and it is what it is there. the fact that he asks that's a really nice thing but he might not be asking out of genuine he might be asking like what do you mean? Give me a reason because there's no reason you shouldn't have liked me. A lot of guys can be really polite and nice up front, and then when they get turned down, they turn into total D-bags. Oh, 100%. But, like, in this case, I don't think that's that's it. I think that it's genuine and all that other stuff. It's You can ask a reason to, for somebody all you want. That doesn't mean they have to respond. That's right. the other thing. You don't have to respond. You no. can easily just say, hey, it just isn't doing anything for me. And then you cut it. It's all just about cutting it, you know. And that's that's fine. But in this case, you got to let the dude know that he stinks so he isn't going to walk around the rest of his life stinking. Yeah, no one wants to smell ball sweat no, when they gross. talk to somebody. It's gross. It's nasty. 
Anyway, take a break. You're, you guys listen to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this. So stick around. The Sessions Concert Series returns to Lapeer, Michigan, coming out to the Hitchin Post on October 7th for three great bands that I play on my show that you need to see live. From Detroit, Cougaran, Cash O'Reilly, and St. Pauli Street, reuniting after a decade apart. It's all taking place October 7th at the Hitchin Post, 1636 Emily City Road in Lapeer. No cover, no tickets, just come on in. It's a Sessions Concert Series. Swiftlet Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. You can now use your Alexa device to listen to Solid State Radio. Find the Solid State Radio skill in the Alexa app, and she will hook you up with your local alternative fix. Hey, Alexa, play Solid State Radio. Playing Solid State Radio. This is a game changer. This is going to blow things up. Self-destruct mode engaged in 5, 4, 3. No, wait, Alexa, cancel. Just one more way you can enjoy your local alternative, Solid State Radio. Alexa, you crazy around and find out. Are you tired of your project getting outsourced to contractors and subcontractors? Well, these are the sounds of a job well done, and that's what you can expect from Accurate Exteriors. Tony and his team will work with you one-on-one from the estimate all the way to the finished product. Whether it's roofing, siding, or gutters, still have doubts? Check out their five-star ratings. Trust me, they can do it. They also have financing available. Give them a call for a free estimate at 810-394-2597. As I look around the studio and see things hanging on the wall, all the things that we're proud of and that we've done here in the studio and for the community, and I think to myself, how is it Trish does this? Trish over at Hall of Frames does an amazing job. So one day we went over and asked her, Trish, what is it? How do you see these things? She said, it's simple. If you're proud of it, frame it. And that is what she founded her business on. You'll find Hall of Frames at 392 West Nepissing, Suite 3, downtown Lapeer. Telephone number 810-660-7874. That's 810-660-7874. Stone's Throw Theater is pleased to present... 
pure imagination. This is the final production for the Summer Musical Theater Camp featuring all of our students after three weeks of learning the show and putting it together. This is Saturday, July 29th at 2 p.m. Lapeer High School. All seats $10. You can get those at www.stonesthrowtheater.org or at 810-660-7805. Stones Throw Theater, where music, theater, and art are only a stone's throw away. Hi, I'm Brian Herrick, owner of Happy Day Smoke and More. We're an old-school head shop with a unique atmosphere. We carry local CBD products along with a wide selection of vape and garden supplies, custom-blown glass and etching, also tattoo parlor, bulk tobacco, and much, much more. That makes us one of a kind and no one like us. So come on in and let us help you find what you need. Happy Day Smoke and More is located next to Rick and Nick's Party Store south of Bad Axe. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. I'm not sure if I should say this, fuck, I'll say it anyway Everybody tries to tell me that I'm going through a phase I don't know if it's a phase, I just want to feel okay yeah, I'm with Hey everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net that's, that's an excellent song Is it? Yes Um. It, it really is It's an excellent song But I've been all over the place with music lately so. I know I've been rolling with these guys for a little bit now, and I, they're really good. I started listening to uh, New Politics again for a while. <laughs> Fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to follow up as well, Kathy and Sheila had a couple other responses anyway. Um, Sheila did say she was ready for a convent after, um, you know, everything, apparently. I don't know. Apparently, she just wants to be a nun, so yeah, good for her. Uh, Kathy says to send him a uh, thank you for the date basket full of loom, L-U-M-E. I'm guessing mm-hmm. that's some kind of soap. Don't, don't, don't send people things to try to get the fact that they stink. Just tell them they stink. Sheila agrees with this idea. No, be blunt about <laughs> it. You guys got to be, you can't do this. I'm just saying they both think this is a great idea. No, it's a, it's a terrible idea. It's Guys don't get it. He needs to be told. You have to tell the dude he stinks. Otherwise, it's going to be like, she gave me fancy soap. What did she try to say? What did she try to say? I got a gift from her. She cares. I would have still, no. No, no, no. You stink. <laughs> you smell it. You smell. You smell like shit. Go take a shower. I can smell your balls. Like, no. You can't step around it. You got to let people know. I guess. What do you mean you guess? I don't know. I'm not in this game. I don't know things. Sheila says, you tell him, Adam. (laughs) I would. I don't care. Yeah. You go on a date with a perfect gentleman that opens the doors, pays for everything, Uh and asks permission to put his arm around you, listens to all your stories. Uh He's an incredible person. And then Uh when he calls Uh you back and you go, hey, it's just not clicking. 
this this is not an issue like you think that's difficult go on a date with someone and find out they're crazy and then try to break that to them <laughs> i don't know if they could hear it i think that's half the problem is that this guy would hear that he smelled bad and he would tear him apart i think that's half the problem with it is that if he's genuinely a nice guy and he's trying to hear that he stinks it's not that big of a deal. You can take showers. You can put on clean clothes. You can wear cologne. You can wear better deodorant. You can figure out stink. Yeah. You can't look at somebody and be like, your past is really screwed up, and I can't date you because too much trauma. Well, like Sheila, that's, Sheila says that women are nuts. 100%. <laughs> not that dudes are any better. It's right. a different thing. But you can't look at somebody and be like, no, no, no. You're crazy, and I can't be with you because you're just you're an onion, and every layer that comes off is just getting worse and worse. Oh, an onion is the best representative because those smell like bo too. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a funk. No, you, you smell like leeks. But you're talking like <laughs> somebody smelling. No, that's fine. You tell them they stink. It's not a big deal. They can figure it out. I don't smell like leeks. I smell like shallots. You can't. I'm bougie, bitch. You can't <laughs> fix somebody, or you're just like, oh wow, you had like really bad addiction problems in the past. What happens? I don't want to deal with it. Like that doesn't come off good. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot I mean, more difficult things to talk about I and mean, discuss than someone don't stinking. Me, don't get me wrong. Like, if you go on a date with somebody. And then, like, they... I have five different baby daddies? That's no! Tough. I did read, or I did listen to a song today. You know the Morgan Wallen song that everybody's been listening I don't, to? No, I don't. You've heard this song. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you I haven't. I, I can almost bet you you've heard this song. I can almost bet you that um, I have not. It's 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 been huge. Where um, would I hear it? Any radio, any store, like, that is playing a radio, um, they'll play it as well. Like... Hang on, let me get there. Um, no, if I put that up now, it's just gonna play an ad. You mean the uh, the the dollar store version of Fred Durst since he cut off his hair? That's the only thing I know him by. I have no idea. There's a picture of him with a red cap backwards or whatever since he shaved his head. Now they're calling him the dollar store Fred Durst. It's hilarious. Let me get there. Hang on. What? Not that one. Is breaking it this one? everything. Right now. There it is. No way it was our last night I kissed your lips Make you grip the sheets with your fingertips Last bottle of Jack we split a fits Is how we let the liquor talk I can't remember everything we said But we said it all You haven't heard that? No, I wow. haven't It sounds god-awful, though um, God bless your soul It's really catchy? Sure, uh, I can give it that Because it has that new country like feel to yeah, it Yeah, it but does There's a version of it It's like, um what if Morgan Wallen was black? <laughs> and so, like, one of the first lines of the song are, like, uh, last night I let the liquor talk, and it's changed over. It's like, last night we let the handy talk. <laughs> it keeps going on, and he's like, you know, she left me, and now you want to come back, but you got three babies. <laughs> Oh, it's fantastic, dude. It's so good. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> God, I hope the people that parodied that, parodied that are, are of the right people to parody that. Oh, yes, he's black. Thank you. Here we go. If Morgan Wall was black last night, remix. This is so funny. 
And I I don't think we're going to get tagged for it because it's different words. But it's 8.45, and if we get hit by a copyright, I'm so sorry. Last night we let the honey talk. You told me that you didn't know exactly what it is you want. You said that if you only had somebody to treat you good. But baby, why'd you leave me for some street nigga from the hood? Okay, this is my last time I hear from you. You only calling me when oh you're feeling blue. Your words sound slurred like you had a beer or two. Girl, I should have known better to stay clear from you. See, I, I don't know what it is. I like this guy's voice more. It's good. But all I know is now you got three kids. Oh, baby, last night we let the head. I was laying in bed and I heard that. And, like, I'm pretty sure it was late enough that, like, Sarah was asleep and everything. And I heard that. And I immediately just went, ha, 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 that's so good. <laughs> but understand as well, I work in gas stations all sure, day. Yeah, I get so you. they have public radio playing all yeah. day. It's like working in a restaurant. I hear the top 10 all day long. Uh-huh. And so that song. That Morgan Wallen song. Like, I know every word to it. I've never heard it. I've never looked it up except for here. Okay. But I know every word to that song. That's unfortunate. It's the way I have. Do, do you remember back when the radio used to play, like, good music? <laughs> like, do you remember, like, like the 90s where everybody knew all the 90s songs or whatever? Oh, yeah. And they were all great. Like, they were they all were fantastic. Fun. Yes. Yeah. What happened? I don't know. Mumble rap. <laughs> we can't blame mumble rap. For I think everything, we can blame Because there was a decline rap. well before that. I think we can blame mumble rap. I don't think, I don't think we auto tune. Auto tune is what we can blame. We can blame that. That's All the right, beginning sure. of the end of music. Sure. Was auto tune. Um, Except uh, Blink or not Blink. Uh, Limp Biscuit does a song called Auto Tunage, where he messes with the auto tune, and it's fantastic. Right, but how many people know that? No one, because exactly. it's after they were relevant. Right. So, um, no, but that that's. It's when I worked in a restaurant, it was the same way. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, those are the songs Except I played. Unless you work in a grocery store, which at specific hours they play the most depressing music you can ever imagine. I believe that. I didn't work at a grocery store. Yeah, no, that's really weird because I got to listen to uh, Do You Really Want to Hurt Me play <laughs> grocery store. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Uh huh. And then the what was it? You building the park the parking lot song. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. yeah in a parking lot. Yeah. It was just parking it was, lot song. Yeah. I know that one. What is it? Um, you think though, in your grocery shopping, you'd get to like fun, happy songs, right? Like that's that's what you think you'd get. Not, do you really want to hurt me? I just pay paradise, put up a parking lot. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Pay paradise, put up a parking lot. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Well, whatever that Kings of Leon song that was that was popular for so long. Oh yeah. Um... <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do. I know exactly the one you're talking about. Um, I think there's a lot of woes in it. Oh, what was it? <laughs> oh, I know the one you're talking about. God dang it. This is like you're like one Mumford son's uh, song <laughs> yeah, away really from am. being like, ah. <laughs> was it Sex on Fire? No, it was not that one. It wasn't? No. I mean, that was a popular one, but that's not the one that that was playing. You sure? Positive. 100%. Uh, you somebody? 
That's it. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it, right? Oh no, no, no. Cause that they played okay, so they played Do You Really Wanna Hurt Me and that Lifehouse, you know, You and Me and All the People song came yeah. on and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean it was just like uh it was a banger for Yeah. The whoa. I know that one. <laughs> yep. Dude, we all know that one. Are you kidding? They played the shit out of it. <laughs> right. We can belt that thing. That's no problem. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure we did that in unison. I think we did. We nailed it. Like, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, we nailed that one. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, I know, because they played like... Cause they, they played, oh, Sheila gave us a hand clap. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome! We don't sing often, but man, we did that one right on the money. So I'm pretty sure they played that, and then they played like Little Lion Man by the Mumford and Sons. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. You, how depressing do we really want to get? I don't know. Mumford's, Mumford's got a good song, though. They've got one good one. What, Mumford? Yeah. Right, Little Lion Man's a fantastic song. It doesn't change the fact that it's depressing. Um, What is it? I Will Wait? Yeah, I Will Wait. That's I not will... depressing. No, Little Lion Man is really good. I will say that. It's I would a bit say, more depressing. I would say Little Lion Man is more is, is a better song. I would say it's a better song than what I Will Wait is. We did, we're totally going to get hit by copyright Oh, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. There's no way we don't. I don't. Well, I mean, you're not going to play the whole thing. We do our 30-second bits. Yeah, they just have such big long oh, leads. The intro. There it is. It's a really, really catchy chorus. It's a great chorus. It's well done. But it's sad. It's a sad song. They make sad music. They do, but they do. They make it very well. And all their songs have heart in it. He's always like, all the time. It's constant. Yeah. 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 They're allowed to, though. Well, I mean, it's something. Yeah. It's just I can't listen to the whole album. That's one of those ones where I put it on and I'm like three songs in and I'm like, I think I'm going to go kill myself now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, it's a yeah. tough listen, man. Hang on. I might have to take back my thing about George Clooney. Because I forgot about this. Oh, George Clooney sings? I think this is actually him singing, so I think I have to take it back. You've heard this song, right? Right. I, am the of I think that's actually I'm him. Is it? They were talking like because that's uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, yeah. right? But like, is it that sounds almost <laughs> identical to Old Crow Medicine Show? Right. Um, I would almost like wager that Old Crow did it and they dubbed over it. Did George Clooney sing in Oh Brother We're Out Though? Nope. Was it Old Crow Medicine Show? Uh, no. Ah, son of a bitch. I don't think so. Um, his singing voice is dubbed by Dan Tominski. I know. Uh, I know. I need to know who that is. Dan 
Dan. Dan. No, not the Detroit Lions, you stupid. It's an American composer. Dan Timinski. American composer. <laughs> Did he sing? Hey, brother video. Here we go. No ads. You didn't pay us. <laughs> you probably don't need our money, but we need yours. So. <laughs> oh, he's just his own dude. Let's see here. This is Dan. He's got a mandolin. It's most bluegrass. Come oh, on, yeah. now. that's what he does. Hey, brother. Yeah. There's an endless road to rediscover. You know this song. Oh yeah. And I. Hey, sister. It's a good know song. the water sweet, but blood is thicker. Dude, I'm a if fan of that. If we're gonna talk about, it, like, you remember uh, uh, Hootie doing uh, Wagon Wheel, right? Oh yeah, really Hootie good. Did Wagon Wheel, right? You know who does it better? Who? Old Crow Medicine Show. Old Crow Medicine Show. Yeah, Old Crow Medicine Show. Type in Wagon Wheel. Give it a go. If we haven't been hit with copyright yet, then I, I guess I haven't gotten we're the message. Yeah. I'm gonna say I haven't gotten the message yet. Wagon Wheel, Old Crow Medicine Show. Let's see here. Get there. Sing? Yes. Okay. Headed down south to the land of the pines. I'm thumbing my way to North Carolina. Staring up the road. I mean, he's really good. Yeah. Um, I still think Hootie did it better. I don't think so. I don't think Hootie did it better. But I will say this Dan Tominsky. Dan Tominsky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's one I would listen to normally. I listen to Old Crow pretty normally. Like... His voice is really nice to listen yes, he's to. He's got a good timbre to it, yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Well done. Are we... No, we haven't killed enough time yet. <laughs> well, that's what you... <laughs> I thought we <laughs> had buried it. Yeah, I thought oh we buried my God. it. Holy You're cow. Like, oh, are we done yet? No, I just... I looked down because I'm used to us going over. Yeah. And so I was expecting to look down and see like 907 and go... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> But I looked down, I'm like, oh, no, we still had time. That's yeah, cool. No, that's good. It's good. It's yeah. a good thing. No, I mean, I think Hootie still did it a little bit you better. You think so? I don't think so. Did you get, oh. well, you didn't get to the chorus of it yet. <sighs> yeah, I got to the chorus. Hootie Wagon Wheel, even though his name is it's not Darius. Hootie. Darius. Darius Rucker. Darius. Um, Darius Rucker Wagon Wheel. Um, let's see here. There it is. I actually hit the chorus almost perfect on that one. Hootie does a good job. No, no, I'm not saying he did a bad job. I'm yeah. just saying Old Crow's better. Let's see if we can get to the chorus here of Old Crow. I mean, it's very traditional. It's more traditional than Darius. Well, Darius is going to make things to sell. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, it's very less produced, 
Yes. Um, is the better way to say that, I guess. That's true. Um, You're not wrong on that one. Yeah, the production value isn't nearly as high as Darius Rucker, which, to be expected. Yes, from a bluegrass band. <laughs> yeah, from a strictly bluegrass band to Darius Rucker. Right. You know, you're probably going to have a little less production, and so that's okay. Um, but it's still very good. Like, don't get me wrong, like that's still just fine. No issues whatsoever. But do I think that they did a better job than Darius? No. I do. I mean, I think I like that, the traditional sound of it, though. More. It is. Like, it's that's, very that's plain it, Jane, which is nice. Well, it's just it's that's. It's not as doctored. No, and that's it. And I like. I think they did it first. And if anything, Hootie is the one that kind of copied off of their their backs. Let's see here. Because the song was written by Dylan. Right. So Hootie put it out, or Darius Rucker. He at least posted the music video ten years ago. Right. Um. Let's see here. Old Crow Medicine Show. Um, 16. So, yeah, they did it first. They did it first. They did, He did a doctored version of what they came up with because I don't think Dylan actually ever sang anything. It was just a lyrics that he had written down because Dylan did that with so many things. He wrote so many songs and never sang them. Well, I mean, Shipping Off to Boston. Yeah, that's Dylan. Yep. Yeah. 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 Your favorite Irish <laughs> band, a- everyone's favorite Irish tune. Right. Yes. Not my favorite Irish tune. No. It's one of my favorite Irish punk bands for sure. Sure. But it's not my favorite Irish song from oh, them. It's not even my favorite. Yes. Yeah. But, like, Warrior's Call is really good. Warrior's Code? Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, really good. I mean, there are other ones I'd make arguments for there too, but that's just, I've. I've collective knowledge of discography yeah so, i'm about to say you're not it, it's not like you've never heard any of their stuff no <laughs> no never you know like they may or may not have been on play at some point absolutely anyway we gotta take or we gotta we gotta leave yeah we, we gotta, gotta go, go. we gotta go home yeah uh, we're not gonna be here next week no because it's a holiday it's a holiday and so. um family is more important yes but so uh, we'll, we'll see you guys in two weeks yep later Bye. <laughs>